0: Welcome to Betamax Rewind, the only podcast that declares blowing up baby bunnies with World War II era Mark II pineapple grenades is not cool. Here are two guys that really loved the new Indiana Jones movie, or maybe they hated the new Indiana Jones movie, or maybe one liked it and one hated it, Matt and Doug.
1: That was obviously recorded before either one of us saw the new Indiana Jones movie. Yes. So it's, it's Matt. We get that out of the way. Yeah. And it's Doug. All right. So let's just start. Okay. Start at the top. Okay. Hold on. I'm, first of all, I, I'm going to predict how you, what, how you felt about the new Indiana Jones movie. Okay. I'm going to say you fucking hated it. No. Really? Cause I fucking hated it. I didn't like it. Okay. I, and, um, so.
2: In the very beginning, um, first of all, well,
1: spoiler alerts. There, there might be some mild spoilers here. Yeah, I'm not going to unload the whole cart, but there might be some mild spoilers here.
2: Well, the beginning takes place in the past. Yes, that's not a big spoiler. Anybody that's seen a fucking commercial for it. And by the way, did you notice that there's something in the trailer that is not in the film? Mm, no, in the trailer, wombat. Stupid fucking name. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, Pushes the boulder that chases Indy in the temple.
1: Oh. oh, yeah, you're right.
2: So I was waiting for that. Okay. Um, spoiler alert, that does not show up. But in the very beginning with the old Indiana Jones footage or the, the de-aged Harrison Ford. Yeah. Uh, I thought it looked pretty good. It's better than any de-aging
1: stuff I've seen. It wasn't yeah. perfect, but it was the voice was fucked, though. And the energy of <clears throat> who Indiana Jones was, was not there. And then when they showed the train from far away and they show him running on the train and jumping over from car to car. So I said, obviously CGI I, I, was so I said, terrible. Oh, I said, oh boy, we're, we're in trouble here.
2: <laughs> in a lot of the reviews, they said that one particular sequence is possibly the best sequence in the Indiana Jones series. Do you know what action sequence that is? Pfft. <sighs>
1: No, it's the car chase. That was horrible. It just went on and on and on and I was like nothing really groundbreaking or amazing is happening here. This is just kind of really boring. And they were using sped-up film effects which
2: for a 350 million dollar budget film is unacceptable in my book. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When okay, so when they were when he was riding the tr- the horse through the subway, the 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 thought that went through my mind And went and stayed in my mind. The rest of the film was, I I can't wait until this movie is over. I I just can't wait until this movie is over. This is just really bad. It was. I was making me angry.
2: I. They had a knockoff Dime Store short round. Yeah. And even his origin story was the same as Short Round's origin story. Uh Yeah. And they had a couple callbacks, and some of the callbacks
1: they had, especially the one at the very end. Oh, yes, they did because they they left out the like the last the best part. Yeah, they left out. They left out the funny part of that callback. Uh Uh-huh. I did get a little choked up and my missus looked over at me and she was choked up, too. And as we're walking out, she goes, yeah, I I didn't like that movie until the very last scene. (laughs) There was one moment I thought was emotional,
2: and that was on the boat when he's talking about what's happened to Mutt Uh and Uh Marion and Uh that got me a little bit. And then right after when they're in the boat again and he says, you know, she's all happy because of yes. And he he says, Hey hey, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What just happened? Yeah. Hey man. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not a big fan of hers. I don't dislike her. I do not see what the big to do about her is. She's Daisy Ridley light. Yeah. I, I, she is one of those people that I think they, somebody is trying so hard to make her a thing. She reminds me of rebel Wilson in that way. Okay. Because, you know, she's been in so many like high profile things and more than anything about this film. And we've been pretty good about staying away from spoilers is it's soulless. Uh-huh. And I, I started with this. It is the only film that does not have the paramount dissolve in the beginning. hmm Why wouldn't they do that? Yeah, I don't know. And I thought the the very last shot, which I called, by the way, um, stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not like it. It was better than I expected it to be. Oh, see, I was I my expected expectation. It to be
1: terrible. Oh, see, my expectations were higher, and it was worse than I than it, I expected it to be. Did, was there applause in the theater at the end of the movie? Uh, there was, like, one clap. Oh, no, there was several. I would say half the theater applauded. And I was like, what the fuck movie wrong? did you just watch? <laughs> what's, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> so, as we we're walking out, um, because the entire family went,
2: because uh, the oldest is home from college for uh-huh. the holiday, and the youngest still lives here. And we all went to the theater together to see it last night. And as we're walking out, there is a family with a mom and a dad and a kid, probably about 10 years old. And the kid's like, oh,
1: it's awesome. It's great. <laughs> yeah. No, You're my 10 year old, my 10 year old did not like it at all. It moved way too slow for him. Which is and amazing my oldest, because
2: so much was going on.
1: I know. And my oldest goes, he we're walking out, he goes, meh. And I go, I will never watch that movie ever again.
2: the The, the biggest question for me is where do I place this? Do I place this as fourth or fifth? No, I'm, it's fifth. I'm leaning towards fifth. Yeah. But yeah. we we do have a little bit of a bonus clip. Oh. And now it's time for Jen's two-second movie review. I would give it
3: a
0: B minus.
2: That was Jen's two-second movie review.
1: Jen! She was a little oh. bit kinder than. Yeah, me. that was very that was a very generous grade. So ready to move on with the, I the am, podcast proper. I am. And now it's time for podcast housekeeping all right my week let's get this one right out of, out of the out of the way you and I texted each other yesterday and you said that you caught some flack for your review of raging bull yes and I said by who and you said everyone in the office and I said everyone and you said everyone and well it, it reminded me of this Bring me everyone. What do
3: you mean, everyone? Everyone. <laughs>
1: what is that from? That is from *Leon the
2: Professional*. That's that's another gap. That's one I've never seen.
1: Oh, that's that that movie. That movie makes should make anybody uncomfortable with Natalie Portman.
2: <laughs> yeah, because wasn't she like six when they made that? She was like
1: twelve, and she's nipping out in a wife beater, and there's this flirtation between her and the assassin it is kind of weird
3: yeah
2: i i really do not like natalie portman portman um because she thinks she's uh she's too cool for the room
1: you like natalie Portman though don't you <laughs> it's
2: different <laughs> <laughs> there probably is a porn actress named natalie i'm Porkman. pretty sure
1: there i'm pretty sure there is
2: <laughs> okay uh john forsyth yes was the guy on was not the guy in Dynasty. He's the guy no. in the movie today. It's William no. Forsyth. Or do I have it backwards? Will-
1: yes, William Forsyth is in the movie. John Forsythe played okay. Blake Blake Carrington in Dynasty. Do you know what else? What other famous role he had? Uh John Forsyth? Yes.
2: He was uh he was the, the voice of the original Charlie. Yep.
1: All right. To, to be replaced by Bill Murray? Well, in the movies. Yeah. I think John Forsyth was dead by the time those movies came out. Uh, possibly. <laughs> the great space coaster, Gary Gnuos.
0: <laughs> this is Gary Ganu. and the No Gaoos is good Go show. The only TV Gnuos program guaranteed to contain no ganoos whatsoever. But
1: yeah, do you isn't. know who the ba- and do you know who the bad guy was on that show? John Forsyth. (laughs) He had a big top hat. He looked like a circus ringmaster, but he was all in black and he was huge. He was like the size of Big Bird. No, not a a clue. M.T. Promises. (laughs) 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 Ha (laughs) ha. Yeah. Uh, Treat Williams.
2: Uh huh. Was not in the film. We almost did. (laughs) Oh, he was not. No, he's somebody that I confuse with somebody else. (laughs)
1: Oh, Dustin Hoffman. (laughs) Yeah. No. Robert Redford. No. Joe Piscopo. Anyway, continue. Uh, let's see. How are we talking about the donkey show in Mexico? How did that come up? Uh, we are talking about seeing a live sex show in Europe. Oh, in Europe. And I, and I think you said donkey show. Yes. I said donkey show. And I said, there's a great clip from the 40 year old virgin about that. We went to, uh, Tijuana,
4: Mexico, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we, we thought it'd be fun, you know, to go to this show. Everyone's, you gotta check out one of these shows. And, you know, it's it's a woman fucking a horse. We get there, and, you know, we think it's going to be awesome. And it is not as cool as it sounds like it would be, man. It is, it's, it's, it's kind of gross.
0: Yeah. You think a woman fucking a horse, and you get there, and it's it's a woman fucking a horse. Yeah. It was really giving it to her. And you know what? To be honest, I felt bad for her. We all just felt
1: bad for her. Yeah. Kind of felt bad for the horse. Wow. That's something. <laughs> Please tell me you've seen that movie. Yes, I've seen that movie. Uh, okay, yes. that's 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 one of my favorite R-rated comedies.
2: And we were talking about uh, Once Upon a Time in America. Uh-huh. And I said, I'm not going to pick something like The Right Stuff. Uh-huh. The Right Stuff is 192 minutes. The U.S. cut of Once Upon a Time in America, there's actually three different cuts. There's the U.S. cut, the European cut, and the extended cut. Mm-hmm. The U.S. cut is 139 the European is 229 Jesus. and the extended is 251. So Jesus. it's over four hours long. Okay. <laughs>
1: so when we do one spot a time in America, we do uh, the extended cut. Oh my God. That would be horrible. I might stop doing the podcast. <laughs> uh, I talked about a cartoon that the ledger brought that I got high with and it was called Lucky Luke. And I tried finding a clip from Lucky Luke that would be ha funny, but there's really not a whole lot out there, so I, I did feel like I had to give you a little bit of Lucky Luke. We
2: Several times in the last month, month and a half, I, I or you have talked about vampires in some context, not only because we did a movie about it, but me talking about what we do in the shadows. And we talked about the, the transformation, about how all they have to do is say bat, and they turn into a bat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When I turn into a bat, there's no real skill to it at all. I just shout, bat!
1: And that's what it is. <laughs> okay. I have nothing else. Okay.
2: The Dean in Animal House was played by John Vernon, who was the, yes. the guy
1: who was the, the judge, I believe. Mm-hmm. He was also did he do the end narration? I think he did the the end narration.
2: I don't I don't know. Uh the robot that's got or the the thing that got sucked up in the tube from the Pentagon was indeed a robot. I was mm-hmm. wrong
1: about that. Mm-hmm. Man.
2: It fucked up. Yep. Uh, you can buy an uncircumcised dildo. <laughs> but they are harder to find.
1: I'm sure. And they cost probably. more. <laughs> and they probably, they're probably they probably a real bitch to clean. Oh yeah, you gotta full <laughs> roll the head back.
2: Yeah. Uh, I talked about the Star Trek fight music. Uh-huh. Certainly you've heard this before. <laughs> da, da, da.
1: Is that from the original series? Yes. It's when he's fighting is, Spock. Oh. Is that the same music that they use for all the fights in that show? No. but that's, that one.
2: That's, that is a very, very famous. I, I swore it was on Family Guy, and I could not find it. All right. Uh, Jeepers Creepers mm-hmm. is every 23rd spring for 23 days.
1: I believe Justin Long is in that film. And I believe I took my missus to see that when we were dating – and it starts off really good, okay, and then it doesn't continue to be good
2: <laughs> okay um <laughs> it's funny. you mentioned about movies. hold on a second. Do you have any idea
1: about it about it yeah about cheaper
2: creepers every twenty third spring
1: it uh eighty two years <laughs>
2: Every 27 years for 12 to 16 months.
1: That would make sense because they were little kids and then they were older.
2: Duh. Right. Yeah. I said that uh, Bashki did an animated Lord of the Rings. He did actually do an animated Lord of the Rings, but I was actually talking about The Hobbit. <laughs> and Oh. That was by Rankin no. and Bass. Okay.
1: Wait. So Bashki did The Hobbit. No. No. Bashki really? did Lord of the Rings. Yes. All right.
2: Uh, the girl from Heavy Metal was not in Heavy Metal 2000. I said I would bring that up, but I did not. Okay. And then we have. So Doug said he's going to talk about something, but then he never talked about that thing. I I
0: right <laughs> hey, man.
1: <laughs> what was that thing? Going through puberty when I was, <laughs> yeah. when I was recording that. Were you oh. a Peter Brady or something. When it's time
2: to change. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, but yeah, this is you from the very beginning of the podcast last week.
1: It's, it's interesting that old and sad are going to come up in what are you up to segment? <laughs> Those exact words. Okay. Yeah, I did. When we talked, when I talked about the beach, going past the beach, you never said sad. sad and you- no, I said it makes me sad, but you never said Didn't old. I? Well, it, it was implied that <laughs> because they're young and having all kinds of fun and I'm not.
2: Okay. And then another example of i don't have a bed for this but you you did not listen to something i said yeah the attackers I, I, have and yeah. <laughs> th- there's a 2 minute gap that i cut out of here but
1: <laughs> i know i think i was texting a customer while that was going on i was just letting you babble on and i was texting a customer the attackers have it i call it a Trojan dildo horse of, of some kind. And
2: then an RCH of time passes until... <laughs>
1: Wait, we, we forgot to mention that a giant spiked dildo breaks through the door. No, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Yeah. Waffle. Ooh. Hmm. Waffle. And then think about your future as well, which you have almost zero control over. Um... I take that back. There's my up oh, there. There it is, huh? Huh? My waffle. But there's things you wreck everything. Doug. You wreck everything. I wreck <laughs> everything. Yes.
2: <laughs> Moving on. If I can find the yeah.
3: Who did better?
2: The or oh Man? Slim pickings last week for the second I week in a row.
1: Kinda, I kind of figured there wasn't a whole lot. But the first one is you. Is it but American? no, really, I'm a, I'm an American citizen. I tell you, I'm an American citizen. I, I
0: just lost my papers
2: or
1: something. It's actually pretty good. Well, I mean, the words are off, but <laughs> I did get the nasally tone a little bit.
2: Uh, the next one, it's really mostly just you, but I have just a
1: small little bit of it. It's the great space coaster. Get yes. on board.
3: It's the great space coaster. Get on
2: board. It's like you were trying to sing and somebody you didn't want anybody to know you were in their room, so you're doing it very, very quietly.
1: <laughs> Be very, very quiet. Yes.
2: Okay. Um the next one is also you. No. Okay. It's no. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Can't fuck that one up. Uh, next one is me. It's really short. I probably shouldn't have pulled it cuz we've done it before, but it's the only thing I had last week. <laughs> <That's> I <it>. said. <laughs> huh. And then the last one is you from the very very end of the podcast.
1: Let my camera go.
0: Let my camera go.
2: Not a lot, but what you had was pretty solid. So. Yes. And there has
0: been Doug. You just got beat by Doug.
1: Hey man, what's new now? What's fucking new now? Oh, a bunch just a bunch of little shit, and then I have a question for you okay. at the end of at the end of my stuff. So it's fun funny when you put things in perspective. Kind of like I find myself being so much more busier now than I was 10, 15, 20 years ago, like God got it wrong. Like when I had so much more energy, I wasn't busy, the busy the way I am now. Um, And I don't mind being busy, but I remember when maybe in the first year of my business, I came home and told my missus, oh my gosh, I did 10 appointments today. Oh, I, I'm really, I'm really out there really, really making it. Uh, and on, on Tuesday I came home because I had to poop. And she goes, how m- Are you done already? And I said, No, nah, I just did 18 appointments. And she goes, how, m- how many more do you have? And I'm like, Seven. And she goes, Oh, that's not that bad. I'm like, No, nah, nah, seven isn't that bad. It's just kind of interesting how things change. Well, it's uh, also, you know,
2: what you're doing. So it takes time. And one thing that came up last week, and this is still your, your segment, I'm not stealing your thunder here. Mm-hmm. Something I did not know about you that I found out last week that I found extremely interesting. What's that? That the bug guy is allergic to fucking
1: bugs. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you were last week years old when you learned that information, <laughs> yes, weren't you? Yes, I was. <laughs> I, mosquitoes very rarely bite me. And when they do bite me, it's not that big of a deal. But if I get bit by a spider or stung by a stinging insect, it's a big deal. It's almost to the point where if I got stung in the throat, I would probably drive myself right to the emergency room. Do you carry an EpiPen? I don't carry EpiPens, but I carry Benadryl, which I would be munching on that and then rubbing that into a powder and putting it on my neck. But if I get, like, let's say on my ring, ring finger hand, if I got stung on that hand, I would immediately have to take off my ring or I would be in trouble because my hand would balloon to double the size. Okay. And speaking of that, I I I discovered I had a wart on my ring finger directly under my ring Mm. that I I have no idea how long it's been there because I never take my ring off. But I was like, "Eh, something's kind of irritating. And I look and it looked like a zit. So I'm sitting there trying to fucking squeezing it and trying to pop that fucker. And I show it to my missus and she goes, oh, no, that's a wart. And I'm like, "Okay, well, it's probably because it's been so fucking hot that I'm wearing these gloves and I'm sweating. And. The moisture, it's, it's just always wet and bacteria, whatever, whatever the case is. But now I'm, I'm walking around with no wedding ring on. So, I mean, I'm just going to get bombarded with pussy, right? That's how that works.
2: No, it's actually the opposite. You're is more that's... likely to get hit on if you have a wedding ring on.
1: Yes. Okay. That's right.
2: why I never get hit on. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> uh, when we went to Door County to rent bikes, they wanted me to leave my driver's license there. And my buddy Jason, who's a cop, He said, no, don't leave your driver's license. Ask them to take a photocopy of it. Okay. So, and I could tell that she was a little bit irritated. So when we got our credit card bill, which we pay, we get the credit card and we pay it off immediately. Mm -hmm. My missus goes, why is there this 10 cent charge from the bike shop (laughs) for a photocopy, for a fucking photocopy? I mean, the point of sale cost has got to be a couple dollars. Unless they're doing it by percentage,
2: well, the thing is, every time they they run a card, it's there's probably like a flat fee and then a percentage. Yeah, so that ten cent charge probably
1: costs them fifty cents. Sure, stupid, stupid. Uh, I got your son's thank you card okay. in the mail, and it's you know it said to Doug Betamax Rewind Bertrand, thank you for giving me my 15 seconds of fame and some other smart-ass thing. Did, did he graduate Cuckler Cum Laude from high school?
2: <laughs> that's cold. He would appreciate that, but that's cold. See, you could tell that I didn't tell him what to write because I would right. I would have had him say Bertram.
1: <laughs> You're right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then I don't know if we've ever really done a podcast around the 4th of July. I, I think we always kind of take a week off. I do not know don't forget what you're celebrating oh, what are you doing when you said 4th of July <laughs> I was leading into it and it made me think of this
3: don't forget what you're celebrating and that's the fact that a bunch of slave-owning aristocratic white males didn't want to pay their taxes
2: shut up silly woman that's from you, oh god the same guy that did Slacker um, dazed, dazed, and dazed and Confused Yeah. alright alright yes. alright all right, all right, all right.
1: And then my oh, smoke. We had smoke in our area for 3 days straight. New like Pope? bad. What? New Pope? No. Ba- <laughs> 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 Got to
2: <laughs> clear off your belt. Yes. I had knew. my
1: hand I had my hand resting on it and then when I when I hit the button it was like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah, clear. Clear. Uh Oh, the Canadian wildfires. All the smoke was coming in Wisconsin, and it was horrible by us. We didn't have a baseball game on Tuesday, but they canceled all the baseball games. We had a baseball game on Wednesday. They canceled that, and then I'm outside. I'm going, hey, man, this this is really not that bad out. And then on Thursday, we had a baseball game, and it was bad, and they did not cancel that.
2: Yeah, we've been getting all the air quality alerts and the numbers and... It's like, if it's over 170 or 180, it's bad for everybody. And it's sitting
1: at 195. Yeah, we were over 200 on that shit. So, and then my question for you is, everybody is posting, it's it's Summerfest, first of all. But people are posting videos of, and pictures of Taylor Swift and Dave Matthews and some of these other bands. Would you go see Taylor Swift Oddly enough, she was actually in
2: Cincinnati yesterday, I believe. Um, No, I would not. And Even if somebody
1: gave you free tickets? If somebody gave me free
2: tickets, I would. Sure, just for... I I think she probably puts on a great show. Mm -hmm. But we had this meeting yesterday. And I was... This meeting, as most of my meetings are, is a meeting that I had to run. And I run it through a third party's website. And so everybody's getting on the meeting. And they said, I cannot get into the website. I cannot get into the website. So we couldn't have the meeting. And I said, hold on a second. So then I went to this other website that you put in another website's name or address and it'll tell you if it's down. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the website that I needed to use was down. So nobody could get into it. So I said, okay, let's do this. I'll vamp for five minutes. And if it's still down in five minutes, we'll just reschedule because this was late on Friday afternoon. And I said, so is anybody here going to see? And then somebody said, Taylor Swift? <laughs> I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no, Indiana Jones this weekend. Nobody even knew that it was coming out. Really? And they asked me if I was going to see Taylor Swift. I said, no, I'm not. I honestly do not know a single Taylor Swift song. And they started rattling off songs. I'd not heard of any of them.
1: Not even Shake It Off?
2: No, I've I heard I've heard of it in the last day and a half just from okay. people giving them. And there's another one like Bad Blood that has yeah. all these people in the video, including Cindy Crawford, who's like CGI'd so she's not wrinkly. But just no clue any of her songs. But it, I'm sure she put on a gr- great show just like uh, I know people that have seen Garth Brooks mm-hmm. and they're, they aren't country music fans, but his show is so good yeah. that it's worth seeing even if you're not a fan of the music. But So I I'm would just, see it for free. I wouldn't pay, you know, I wouldn't even probably pay face to see Taylor Swift, much no. less thousands of dollars.
1: I'm just not a big con- or a concert guy because you have to stand the entire time and you got to deal with obnoxious people bumping into you and and the the dude or chick behind you singing out loud to every single song. I just, I've been to a lot of concerts and I can say, I probably count on one hand the amount of concerts where I said, yeah, I really enjoyed myself. Otherwise, it was kind of like the Indiana Jones movie where I'm just thinking to myself. When is this this going to be over? When is this going to be over? And then it's over and, oh no, there's a... uh, Encore? Encore, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Foo Fighters, maybe.
2: Well, you're not a big fan of live events because you don't like going to sporting events
1: either. I don't mind going to. I don't mind going to a baseball game, football game. Bleh. I, I will never go to a live football game again unless one of my kids says I want to go see the Packers at Lambeau. I have no desire. Basketball, I like.
2: So your kids are will probably go to Arrowhead. I'm assuming. Yes. So you're not going to when they're freshmen. Hey, Dad, we want to go to the football. You're not going to take them to the football? No, game?
1: I. that's a different. I'm saying like Packers f- or, yes, or college. Catchers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I'm just, I don't like people, man. People so fucking suck.
2: So did I answer that question? Okay. For you?
1: Yes, you did. That okay. Was, that, was, that was a good answer, man. That Thank is. you. And that's, that's all I got.
2: Okay. Let's see where I'm at. Um, <laughs> I, I just have like little phrases <laughs> to build okay. off of. First two were at the grocery store and it was actually last week when I went to the grocery store, not today. So have you ever seen somebody and, and thought this woman is striking. She's just beautiful Mm -hmm. and just, you know, not that you're hitting on her, but you're, you're appreciating the fact that she is an attractive woman. So that has happened to you. Mm -hmm. Has that ever, ever happened after that? Then you look and you realize she only has one arm. Mm, no yeah that happened to me
1: and okay and and then i start running scenarios in my head (laughs) with how does that work she's not gonna be able to do the the pepper grinder on your (laughs) cock no (laughs) she has some limitations in the bedroom (laughs) yeah
2: but also i was wearing i have a i have a couple star wars shirts and by the way when i went and saw indy i was wearing my no time for love dr jones shirt that you got me for my birthday thank you doug Okay, and I came upstairs from the basement and I was wearing that by that shirt and I also had on my 50 cent <laughs> Halloween <laughs> store indie hat Fedora. Yes. And my youngest said, you're not wearing that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you Did you wear the hat? No, I did not. Okay,
2: which that kind of leads me into <laughs> this week in uh, in uh, gaslighting. <laughs> okay. Yes. I, I've been catching myself gaslighting people lately, and a lot of it's dumb shit. I mean, it's nothing important. I, for example, I I shave my beard off, and then a lot of times Jen will not notice when I shave my beard off or I get hair cut, and then it'll be a day or two days later, and she'll say, "When when did you shave or when did you get your hair cut?" I'm like, oh, "I don't know, a couple of weeks ago," and she's like, "No, you didn't." I'm like, "No, I did, seriously." <laughs>
1: You're such a dick.
2: And then this one she doesn't know about. We had a disagreement about a friend of ours who came under a non-compete clause. So he actually could no longer work in Columbus. And he had to actually not leave the city, but he had to work outside of the city. And I said he worked in Atlanta. And she said he worked in Cincinnati. And we actually were both correct. But she said, text him. Text him. And so I text him and he texts me an answer. Yes, I was in Atlanta. Yes, I was in Cincinnati, and then I erased the thing that said yes, I was in Cincinnati, and then I showed her my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: don't, I don't think a non compete would hold up like that in court, where you can't, you have to be able to make a living. You know, I mean, I signed one when I worked for Terminix, and it didn't mean I couldn't do pest control. I just couldn't go after their customers for a year.
2: Yeah, but when you're you're in Columbus and you're working for a consulting company, every Company in Columbus is a potential customer. Okay. And they actually took him to court. So it was it was fucked. It was it was a bad huh. situation. Wow. But Star Wars shirt, back to the Star Wars. I've like one that's just Star Wars logo, and then I have one that says, uh, hey Vader, nice nice, nice outfit. That must have cost you an arm and a leg.
1: Most people won't get that.
2: But the guy at the deli did. Okay. And he wanted to talk to me about it for 10 minutes. <laughs> really? Like, uh like, I really got other stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dog update. Uh, we still don't have a new dog. But mm-hmm. uh, the dog we do have, he was acting weird starting on Sunday. And then on Monday, he kept on shaking his head, and he was holding his head like kink to the side. So I was thinking, I wonder if he had a stroke or something. Mm-hmm. So when we got home, I told Jen check to see if he has any like ticks or anything because i looked like on his head to see if i could find any kind of lumps or anything and no but she looked in his ear and his ear was just red and pussy ear Mm. infection i've never heard of a dog getting an ear infection
1: before oh yeah no i've i've had dogs that have gotten ear infections so how old how old is he nine okay
2: we've talked multiple times on the podcast about how just like my kids are your kids are different they have different interests, conversations with them about the same thing will go radically different. Mm -hmm. Same thing is true for friend groups because last week, uh, or in the last week, I had two concurrent text threads going on. One was with my class of 1990 friends and the other one was with you in lawn chair. Mm -hmm. So the one with the class of 1990 was about, there's a day that's gym day, for everybody that's named Jim, and there's another one that's named Jimmy Day. And then what was uh, <laughs> the text thread between you, me, and Lawn Chair about? I don't remember. Well, I'll, I'll give you a hint. The picture on my board for the clip for it is of Jennifer Lawrence's asshole.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. How she's mournful. <laughs> yeah, she
2: she has a new movie that's out, and she has a fairly long nude scene in it. It's full frontal. And well, I think that's a Merkin. I'm pretty sure that has to be a Merkin. What's a Merkin? A Merkin is like a pubic wig. Oh, all right. Because in the fapping, she was completely shaved. Mm-hmm. But there were, I, I had just seen pictures, but you said you gave a website to look at. And it's like, that was actually the website I was looking at the pictures on, uh, Celebrity Jihad. And they had the video there. And as I'm watching the video, they had, uh, they had like, old pictures and new pictures she is only 32 years old mhm and gravity is catching up with her
1: yeah well i remember during the um <clears throat> the uh well in the the old pictures of her a lot of her boob shots are of her boobs coming out of her bra like her bra is pushing them up okay well, maybe when, that's why i don't know yeah when seth um McFarlane did the, we saw your boobs. We saw your boobs. Uh, that in that song, they, they go to a clip of Jennifer Lawrence. It, it was prearranged. So it wasn't the live shot of her in the Oscar crowd. It was shot differently. Okay. And she's wearing a dress where you can clearly see it's flapjacks.
2: Okay. But that's, you know, sad, but still, mm-hmm. you know, more credit to her full nudity and full nudity and, you know, pretty long scene. Yes. Do you ever get irrationally angry for stuff that you know you should not be angry about?
1: Yeah, watching the Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> okay.
2: I'm talking about with other people. Sure, yes. Do you have the self-awareness to realize that your anger is irrational?
1: Yeah, and it's that's just wasting my energy and, and getting myself worked up for nothing that, that I have zero control over. Absolutely, that happens to me.
2: Yeah, today I I was just super, super angry for something that was really, really dumb. And I was smart enough to realize that it was something really, really dumb. So I basically removed myself from all other people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I didn't take them out, take it out on them. A couple short little last things. Last night I was walking the dog after we got back from the, the movie and I stepped in dog shit. And I stepped in dog shit on the sidewalk. Oh, that sucks. But that means that some asshole (laughs) Mm -hmm. let their dog shit on the sidewalk and didn't pick it up. If it had been in the grass, okay, I can kind of see that maybe. But this was, and the worst part of it, it was right behind somebody's car and they were waiting to back out and I stepped on it right in front of their car. So they probably think that it was me that did it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not good.
2: Uh, then, last week, we talked about being nutter-butter rich. Mm-hmm. Last night, I was going to charge uh, the remote for my Apple TV, which uses a lightning cable, the same as an iPhone. Okay. So, Jen has an iPhone charging cable up in the bedroom, so she can charge her phone up there. And this cable is just frayed, and it's got, like, wires hanging out of it and shit. And if we're nutter-butter-rich, I think we're, you know, non-frayed iPod, iPod charging cables rich, too. Yeah, I agree. Besides the fact that that's actually potentially a fire hazard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, have to talk about that. But
1: that's all I got. Ready to move on? Oh, no, I'm not. Okay. Um, Another thing about the Indiana Jones movie that my missus brought up to me, and I was thinking about this as I'm watching the movie, just a lot of unnecessary killing that- there's a couple of people in the school that normally would have been just tied up and gagged. Right. But, and that just, it was, the bad guys just everywhere they went were just killing people totally unnecessarily. And that irritated me.
2: You know, I'm actually very, very happy with one thing that you mentioned when we talked about it and it's something so stupid. And it was something I wanted to send to you last night, but you, you said you did not want to hear anything. And it was... It's so specific, but you actually brought it up. It's this, the long shot when he's on the top of the train. Yeah. I, when I saw that, I was just amazed how bad it looked. And it there was, was a horrible. lot of effects that, especially in New York City, where it looked bad. I mean, it yeah. looked, it noticeably
1: bad. Yeah. Yeah. For a movie that spent that much money. Um, uh, and then, uh, Betamax Rewind alum Alan Arkin passed away mm-hmm. from the Rocketeer.
2: Well, he didn't pass away from the Rocketeer, but no. yes.
1: <laughs> he watched the Rocketeer and he had a heart attack. From, from,
2: from he seeing uh, Jennifer Conley.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> well, yes. It, no.
2: Good thing he didn't see uh, the other thing, because that definitely would have killed him.
1: Yes. All right. Now it's time to move on.
2: Uh, oh, fit.
1: <laughs> Matt and Doug are at it again. Guess that sound and you are awesome. What movie will it be from? I really want to lose. Not sure if you're going to get this. I would get it. Okay. And I would most certainly hope that you would get it from the reveal.
2: And you only have two this week, correct? Yes. Okay. Here's the first one. I think the first one's short, if I remember Yes. Yeah, that's right. I didn't actually attach it to the button that it needs to be attached to, so oh. i just got to go to here. <laughs> It's Muppets counting. <laughs> it's a movie we've done. It's a movie we've done. <sighs> well, it's not the great Muppet caper. <laughs> it's not the great Muppet caper. I, 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 I'm I, going to be pissed when I hear it, but it's so, okay. I'll play the reveal.
0: What are you doing? Yeah. Right. You don't ever quit, boy.
1: Not when it's for real. Do you recognize the actor? He's in this week's movie. Red Dawn? No. Oh, you are you are you are an RCH away. Somebody in Red Dawn is in this movie.
2: Yeah, it's not um... Fuck. fuck. I'm gonna be pissed at myself. Okay.
1: Okay. The guy who says, you don't ever quit, boy. Not when it's for real. That's Randall Tex Cobb. And he is in a... Oh, in Cannonball a, Run? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's in a tree chopping down competition against Patrick Swayze. Uncommon oh. Valor?
2: That's, that's, I was saying, uncom- I thought it, that was my next guess after Red Dawn was Uncommon Valor. Oh. But this applies to me. You are so fucking pathetic. Yeah, I got a handful of little Nick Cage clips that I pulled. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, moving on uh, to the movie itself.
1: Yes, I uh, I fucked up the song a little bit. I'll see if you can catch it, but I did it in one take, and I was really tired. And like, I'm I'm not going back and doing it again.
2: All right, Billy Squire again. Uh uh-huh. huh. song's gonna make me cry. <laughs>
1: They want a kid, they want one that's cute. Too bad her uterus does not bear in fruit. Ooh. They got a plan to steal a baby. I would hang them if it were her up Dale and Neville, well, they like their pomade. Dude blows up a bunny with a grenade. Glenn and Doc want to do a white swap. Guess all they want to do is Raising Arizona. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This week we are doing Raising Arizona, released April 17th. 1987 it grossed 22 million dollars on a six million dollar budget had a 90 percent rotten tomato critic score and an 85 percent rotten tomato audience score directed by joel and ethan cohen best known for directing a bunch of movies that matt claims insist upon themselves starring nick cage best known for firebirds know who else is in that oh the crazy bitch sean young yes. and tommy lee jones yes <laughs> yeah holly hunter best known for the firm have you ever seen that?
2: Yeah, she plays the secretary in the firm. I had the worst date I ever had in my life. Was I took somebody to see the the firm? Oh, I went to what, a seven what? o'clock film, and I was in a bar by nine thirty.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, do you know what she's doing when her boss gets shot? She's blowing him, right? She is. Yes. John Goodman, best known for five other Coen Brother movies. William Forsythe, best known for not being on Dynasty. And Trey Wilson, best known for talking about lollygaggers. You have never seen this movie. No, I have not. I have not seen one second of this movie.
2: This so. is a film that... The the Cone Brothers film I think that's most divisive is probably um, The Big Lebowski. Because really? people say if you don't like The Big Lebowski, there's something wrong with you. Hmm.
1: My wife, you've got to have a special sense of humor to appreciate Cohen brother films. Mm-hmm. I and mean, you have to really kind of dig deep into your dark well of black humor to like them, because my missus doesn't have a, that a weird sense of humor. Okay, she does not. She does not care for Cohen brother movies at all. Okay, so uh,
2: perhaps we should waif swap. <laughs> Anyway, you know, you yeah. triggered me by the way. I did. Yeah. How did I trigger you? Yeah. That, that song's a trigger for me.
1: Why is that a song a trigger for I, you?
2: I have someone that used to sing it to me. Really? Yeah.
1: Who? Eh, you know, Bug, Bug, bug Eyes. <laughs> she used to <laughs> sing that to you. Long story. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Oh, um, yeah. I, it, this is one of those movies that. You know, going through the IMDb notes, it, it's all these people saying, "Oh yeah, it's I, like Matthew McConaughey has said that this movie—he's—he's he's probably watched this movie more than any other movie before," and some other people saying, "I've seen it forty times. I've never seen it. Oh, come bubble once." I, I think Except, it would help being high. I really, really do. I well, I think that applies to most Coen Brother movies. There's a couple. Oh, there's one I think with um.
2: Hudsucker is Proxy? Billy,
1: big. I've never seen Hudsucker Proxy. I Think there's one with Billy Bob Thornton called The Man Who Wasn't There. Yes. That is really fucking bizarre.
2: Isn't that the one where he has actual sex with Halle Berry?
1: No, that is <laughs> Monsters Ball. I know that's Monsters Ball. But you no, know, he. I think he gets he gets blown in his car by Scarlett Johansson, and then they get in a car accident, and she dies. Well, you and know, she's under, and she's underage.
2: He, Billy Bob Thornton, is in another another thing that makes me cry.
1: What's that? Armageddon. Oh yes, it's my dad. Your dad? That's that's your daddy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but you know, True Grit is fucking amazing. Fargo is True Grit. I like Fargo. Um, I'm trying to think what other ones. There's the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is. A bunch of short anthology stories packed into a movie. That's Cohen Brothers. That's There Will a Be Blood. Trippy. There Will Be Blood is not Cohen Brothers. It's not. No. No Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men is Cohen Brothers.
2: Okay, I, I always get those two confused. Do you I, know? Yeah, I, I like because they came out at the same time. Okay. I, 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 I like did. both.
1: I, I like both of those films.
2: Yeah, I, I do as well. Your mm-hmm. milkshake. I drink it up. Drink it up. Yeah. Big long mm-hmm. straw. Uh huh. And for some All reason, right. there's a twin. Yeah,
1: yes. Kind of like, um, fuck. What's the magic movie? The Prestige. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> but who is the who is the
2: producer or the 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 company? I don't know. Twentieth Century Fox. Oh yes,
1: I should have known that. Yeah, and I don't know what happens in the beginning because I was going to pull the clip for it, but you did, so I'll just let you play your clip. Okay,
2: when we get to it, but it's oh. not the full fanfare. It starts on a mugshot being taken in front of a lineup wall, or not a lineup wall, but you know, the, like the little height wall. I don't know what that's actually fucking called. Probably could ask any number of our friends, and they'd be able to tell us from personal experience. But yes, I thought there was another movie that started the same way, mm. with the picture being taken, and that movie does not. And we'll get to that in what you're watching.
1: Oh, but uh, all right, it's not um. It is. Yeah. Is, is it? Yes. <laughs> you can't come up with it. I can't come up with it. The usual, sus,
2: usual suspects. Yeah. There you go. Okay, okay. But, uh, Cage tells the person that's taking this picture to call him hi. And this is the first time he meets
1: Ed in his county lockup in Tempe, Arizona. Is he, so do you call refer to him as high or hi high. in this film? So do I. Okay. And, Me too. But I know I, others call him hi.
2: And she talks like a man and High says something that Doug has said to many people named Ed.
4: Kind name is Ed for a pretty thing like you.
2: Short boy
5: Dwina, turn to the right.
4: You're a flower, you are. Just a little desert flower. Let me know how those come out.
2: Do you know how to remember the difference in spelling between dessert and desert?
1: Yeah, there's two S's in dessert because you always want seconds.
2: This has been spelling lessons with Bitmax Rewind.
1: Well, or principal and principal
2: because principal is your pal. That's right. Or cemetery. There's mm. three e's buried in cemetery.
1: Three e's buried in cemetery. All mm-hmm. All right, There's I know that one a.
2: because I spelled it wrong on a caption that went on the air when I was working at Fox. Oh, <laughs> and wow. the lady k- k- whose story it was came and just fucking ripped me and do one.
1: Yeah, I think Tim Vanderful Horn Vorn. Talks about that there is an old karate guy. (laughs) Yeah, old dude. (laughs) Old dude. That wasn't you. That wasn't you, was it? Yeah, it was. Are you serious? (laughs) Yes. Please tell the story. So when, when
2: you work in a newscast, and this is especially true for sports, and this is obviously 25, 20, 30 years. That made a Bob, that made a Bob and Brian album. (laughs) (laughs) But there was when you are, The the reporters are doing, they they write their scripts and the scripts get printed out. And one of the people that the scripts get printed out for is a person who types in all of the, what are called lower thirds. And a lot of times for sports, because they're cutting their stuff together really, really last minute, they put in little placeholders instead of like the actual name. So for this one story, there was this old guy and they had the lower third listed as old dude. And so that's what I typed in was old dude. And that's uh, what what went out on the air. That's awesome. <laughs> that's not that's... the worst one, though. No? So there was a story about Holland. hmm And it was about one of the dikes in Holland. Oh, boy. Had a leak. And it was, the story was called Shoring Up the Dikes. hmm And I believe dikes, when it comes to water, is spelled D-I-K-E-S. And the not so friendly term towards LGBTQ plus members is spelled with a Y. Or that might be opposite. It might be opposite, whatever it is, but I spelled it the lesbian way. Ah. And so this thing went out on the air called and in the lower third that was on there said shoring up the dykes as this woman was talking. Oh boy. And they had these things. They're called air check tapes. So master control, they record two versions of every newscast. They record the newscast that goes out on the air and then they record the newscast, but it also has all the chatter from the control room. Mm-hmm. During that story, as they were about to put the the lower third up that I spelled incorrectly, I was making jokes about shoring up the dykes. Mm-hmm. So as soon as the, the show was over, I went into master control. I grabbed the tape and I bulk erased it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yes, old guy, old, old dude, dude. Yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, that made a Bob and Brian album. That's how I know about it. Yes.
2: I had my not moments.
1: One, not one of your broader <laughs> moments. All right, back to the film. High is talking about prison life, how it's structured, how it's like men in combat. Bunch of different guys thrown into a place together, how they all have this bond. And as he's saying that, as he's narrating that, he walks by this big fat guy who's mopping the floor that grunts at him. Okay, Did you notice this? I did not. He
2: walks past this guy three times. Mm -hmm. Each of the three times he goes into lockup. The first Mm -hmm. time, the guy is at the far end of the cell block. Okay. The second time, he's in the middle of the cell block. And the third time, he's really up close to the camera.
1: Oh, wow. So he's
2: making his way down the cell block.
1: (laughs) The Cohen brothers, the attention to detail. Yeah, but they have one
2: huge fuck up at the end. Do they? Yes. That makes no sense at all. There's no reason for it to be in there.
1: No. I guess we'll have to talk about that when it happens. Right? Did,
2: do you, did you notice, and obviously you probably knew who was in this theater, but as they're in this little sharing circle, the different people that are in this circle with him?
1: Well, I noticed John Goodman and William Forsyth.
2: And then Snoop Dogg in the very
1: early role. No, that was not Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Look like him. Well, it was a guy with dreadlocks. You know what? That's just racist. No, it's not. Like every black guy with dreadlocks looks like Snoop Dogg. I don't think he had dreadlocks. No? No. But w- huh. one of the guys
2: that is actually talking has one of uh, Doug's problems. Why do you say you feel
5: trapped in a man's body? Well, sometimes
4: I get the menstrual cramps real hard.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could not do that line today, I don't think. You don't think so? No. I don't All think. Right. There's a there's a couple lines in here that, especially when it is around Ed's name, because when they talk about the kid being named Ed, and I thought the kid was a boy, and I don't think you could do that
1: today. I don't know. Maybe. Everybody's sensitive and has gigantic you know, stick up their ass, but he's before the parole board. He gets paroled. And I, I think they they Sorry. say this to him a couple of times. You wouldn't you know, lie to don't, me, would you? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't lie to me. <laughs> yeah, and he blames Reagan for <laughs> returning to crime <laughs> yeah. as he as he's holding up a convenience store. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Just continue.
1: Sorry. Yeah, back in the photo room where he's getting his picture taken again, Ed is crying, and she says, "My fiance left me." You're saying it weird. <laughs> She's got <Yeah>. Doug's disease. <laughs> Yeah. Uh and Ed, I'm sorry, hi, says to Ed, Well, you tell him I think he's a fool and he can find me right here. I'll be waiting.
2: Yeah, he says he'll fight him.
1: Yeah. And she gets a little wet. But she hears that.
2: It's kind of a homecoming for him in jail because he's back in the circle with all the same other people.
1: Yes. And the counselor says something to the effect of, Men your age are starting fa- families. And I think John Goodman says We put work before family. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There's a lot of really good lines in this movie. Who is High's cellmate? Mm. Some guy. Is is it a bigger fella? Yes. Uh, Talking about what he ate and, and the last thing that he ate was sand. It's proto Bubba. But instead of oh, talking yeah. about okay.
2: shrimp, he's yeah. talking about crawdads over and over. And the reason he ate sand is because he ran out of crawdads.
1: Yes. Yeah. Back to the parole board. He uh high says, Well, it's not really a hold up, it's not really a robbery because I don't use live ammo. And they say we are once again going to return you to society. And what does he do? Well, just just just
2: one second. They actually say how long he was in, in lockup this time. He was in lockup for 20 months. Can you imagine? That's an RCH under two years. That's a long time. That's a a lot of lost games at Cornhole.
1: Mm hmm. And yep, he gets out and what does he do? Back to Robin and then (laughs) back to, uh, getting his photo taken. This time she's taking his, doing his fingerprints. And do they fingerprint you every time they arrest you? Mm. Why would they have to? They already have them on record. I, I, from experience, I'm going to say I don't know because I don't. And I, I know it's all electronic now anyway. Yes. But, but he, tells her, he tells her a joke. Did yeah, I got you know the, the joke. joke. I got the joke. Oh, you do. Okay.
4: Hear about the paddy wagon clatter with the cement mixer head? Twelve hard criminals escape.
5: I heard that one.
4: Got a new bow?
5: No, I sure don't.
4: Don't worry. I paid for it.
2: Yeah, he slides a... Ring. A ring on. It was one of those rings you'd get in a gumball machine Mm -hmm. in front of like a grocery store.
1: Yes. Yes. And he narrates that he's thinking about a future with Ed. And then I believe this is the last time he gets out and he goes to see her as he's leaving jail
2: no it's his last time in front of the parole board
1: oh that's right i'm sorry yes in the in front of the parole board
0: they got a name for people like you hi that name is called recidivism repeat offender not a pretty name is it hi
4: no sir that's one bonehead name but that ain't me anymore you're not just telling us what we want to hear no sir no way because
0: we just want to hear the truth
4: well, then I guess I am telling you what you want to hear.
0: Boy, didn't we just tell you not to do that?
4: Yes, sir. Okay, then.
0: Start
2: to the right!
4: I'm walking in here on my knees, Ed. Free man proposing. That occurred. And so it was.
2: Yeah, he was not on his knees. <laughs> no. And he knows the guy that is getting his picture taken.
1: Yes. But- but you didn't want to finish off the clip with the, the music for, as the credits roll?
2: I, I just took it the way that it was.
1: There's enough banjo.
2: And this is what, 10 minutes into the film before the credits roll?
1: Five minutes and 40 seconds.
2: But every time that High was getting fingerprinted, the guy tells her not to forget something, not to forget his phone call. Not to forget to fingerprint him. And I don't remember what, or maybe there's only two of them, but this time when she's taking the picture and after they cut, somebody says, don't forget your flowers or your, um, something. So somebody's always telling her not to forget stuff, but they get married.
1: Yes. And then the, in the wedding, on one side of the aisle, it's all police officers and on the other side of the aisle, it's all WT. Mm hmm. Yes. Uh, and, he, the, the big part of this film in the beginning is him narrating. Uh, he's talking about Ed's dad got him the starter home and it's basically a trailer in the middle of the desert. <laughs> yes. Uh, he got a job drilling holes and the doctor from Fletch, Fletch is talking to him. Kind of, they show him a couple of times and he pretty much, he just repeats himself every day.
2: Yep. It's the same. He's talking about some particular guy. I don't have his name or anything, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, they are in what he calls the throes of salad days of their marriage.
2: And he, he talks about how working is a lot like prison. The only difference is he gets a paycheck, and that's not entirely true because you actually do get a paycheck in prison. Mm-hmm. But he also gets to go home to Ed at the end of the day, and they show him, and he is watering his desert. Yeah. And they're talking about having a kid.
1: Yeah, the next that's the next logical step.
2: She wants a kid and they are tracking her cycle. And, and I, and I understand if you don't want to talk about this. So if you don't, that's fine. With Jen and myself, with us and kids, we never did any of the, okay, this is when she's going to be most fertile or anything. We didn't have any problems with her getting pregnant at all.
1: Uh, I don't think we tracked anything. It, and all of a sudden it was, we knew that we were going to try and get pre- pregnant, but it was just kind of, okay, let's just do it. And let's do it a lot. And then she got pregnant and then she miscarried. And I remember saying to her, as we're, as she's, you know, in her gown and sitting on the, the butcher paper table at the, at the gynecologist, in six months, you'll be pregnant. And I, I shit you not. Six months to the day we were pregnant because at that time, then we were tracking. Then we were, you know, she was doing the thermometer and stuff and, and come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then we got pregnant. And then the second time it was, okay, well, let's just have fun. We know that we're going to have, we're going to try and have a second kid, but we were kind of thinking we were shooting for that. He would be born in October or November because in September I'm super busy. (laughs) Okay. And all of a sudden it was, oh fuck, we're pregnant. (laughs) It just bam, like on the second try. And then he was born in September. Whoops. All right, But yeah, they, they are banging on the days that
2: she's most fertile, but they say they also bang on all other days, which completely takes away from the fact that they're tracking because then you're, there's nothing wrong with his semen, but um,
1: she his, pulls in, yeah, she pulls in in her cruiser, lights and sirens going, crying, and she goes, I'm barren. Right. And yeah. he doesn't believe it, but the
2: doctors confirm it and she's kind of ugly crying as there is a, a picture of or the, there's a doctor that's showing actually a, a, an X-ray
1: of her, her uterus. Yeah, and he explains that oh. her inside... Oh, you have the clip? Yeah, I have a clip for that.
5: Because of your history of excessive drug use, your ovarian canal has been somewhat compromised. What are you talking about? It looks fine. Yeah. Forgive me. That's a normal ovary. This is Tammy Lynn.
3: Jesus.
0: Yeah, but I I bet this stuff happens a lot. I mean, you probably see this kind of stuff
4: all the time, right?
5: No, not once, not ever. When I saw this, I threw up, almost quit medicine. Bottom line is, insemination is not possible.
2: Yeah, so she can't get pregnant.
1: Oh, well, in this movie, (laughs) (laughs) the doctor explains that her insides were a rocky place where his seed could find no purchase. (laughs) And they thought about adopting, But because of his past, that was a no-go, and he explains that there was no return to the salad days, and Ed lost all interest in criminal justice and housekeeping, and she quit her job.
2: And he's not loving his job either, and he's catching himself driving by
1: convenience stores that aren't even on his way home. Oh, hold on a second. No, we haven't gotten to the credits yet. Okay, <laughs> we have not gotten to the credits yet. That's well, why there is no music at the end of that clip
2: yeah because I didn't cut any like major no, chunks of stuff no out.
1: no, but he drives he says he drives catch, catches himself driving past the convenience stores that he used to rob. Uh, and then uh, there's a news story. Is it a news story? Yes, I believe it's a it's a news story. The biggest news hit the state since they
4: built the Hoover Dam. The Arizona Quince was born. By Arizona Quince, I mean they was born to a woman named Florence Arizona. As you probably guessed, Florence Arizona is the wife of Nathan Arizona. And Nathan Arizona, well, hell, you know who he is.
0: So come on down to Unpainted Arizona where you can get the finest selection in fixtures and appointments for your bathroom, bedroom, boudoir. And if you can find lower prices anywhere, my name ain't Nathan, Arizona.
4: The owner of the largest chain of unpainted furniture and bathroom fixture outlets throughout the Southwest. Yep, Florence had been taking fertility pills, and she and Nathan had hit the jackpot. Now, y'all without sin can cast the first stone. But we thought it was unfair that some should have so many while others should have so few. With the benefit of hindsight, maybe it wasn't such a hot idea. But at the time, Ezra's plan seemed like the solution to all our problems and the answer to all our prayers. (gasps)
2: There you got your title card music now. <laughs> is
1: that yodeling?
2: Yes. Okay. There's a lot of yodeling in this film, isn't there? Yes, there is. And <laughs> I-, I was thinking at this point, hopefully the narration is over.
1: Yeah. Cause that's really hard when you're trying to take notes for a podcast. Yes. And there's narration. Yeah. They weren't if... thinking of us when they made this film. No, Fuck unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, there's a movie that I've gotten the hopper that is. 60% narration. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but. um, Yeah. So now. Arizona. What's his first name? Nathan. Do we have his first. Nathan, Arizona is talking on the phone. He's sitting with his wife in a little sitting area. I wouldn't call that a living room. That's like a little sitting room. Sure. And he's on the phone and he's talking to whoever it is that he's talking to, a store manager, whatever. Everything is going to heck. I'm trying to spend some time with my family. Basically, what says, it boils
2: down to is they, they got a bunch of tables, but they got no chairs. Yeah. And they can't sell tables without chairs. And he said he'll be in there in 12 hours to straighten all this out.
1: Mm-hmm. And the wife hears the baby cry, and we cut to high, trying to soothe one. And, th- and there's five of them, obviously, There's five quints. They're all in diapers.
2: And... Do you know what the name of the five different quince is?
1: Uh, Larry, Moe, and Curly. Got one of them, Shemp. right? Shemp, and oh God, who's the fifth stooge? A Curly Joe. It uh, is Curly uh, Joe. Uh, no. Ha- Harry. No. It, oh, okay. Name the
2: quince. Harry, Barry, Larry. Gary with two R's. All right.
1: (laughs) And Nathan Jr. (laughs) And and Nathan Jr. Yeah. So he's trying to soothe one. He puts it down in a rocking chair, grabs another one, puts that one on the floor, then grabs another one. One escapes under the crib and another one is looking down on him as he goes as high goes underneath the crib to try and grab this one. And the one pounces on him.
2: Yeah. Falls on him after it drools on him.
1: Was that drool or was that piss? Because I saw that I saw a wet spot on his back. It's
2: drool. You could actually okay. see it come out of his mouth.
1: All right. The Arizonas look up, look up at the ceiling, and there's just chaos in the room. Yeah, they're all out. And one these are makes not newborns, though. No, I would say these are nine month old. Well, one of the kids
2: that played one of the quints actually got fired because it started walking. Yes.
1: Yeah. But he, he puts uh, <laughs> And the mom, the mom was putting the shoes on the wrong feet so it wouldn't walk. I thought it was backwards. Was it backwards? Okay. But he puts two of them
2: back in the crib and he looks around the room and the others are gone. And he, he finds one of them in the closet. That's, that's baby Doug. And then, <laughs> <gasps> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> but another one makes it out the door.
1: Uh uh-huh. He grabs it. Uh Yes. The mister, mister tells the missus to go check on him. Right. And he's in the hallway as he's grabbing one. Hold on a second. Time out. What do you need, son? You're grabbing a movie? What movie? You hear that?
2: I wish I wouldn't have paused it.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Said that he's grabbing a movie. Which one? Indiana Jones. Which one? The one that doesn't suck.
1: <laughs> They're on Disney, you know. Do we have no, but that's on Disney. Okay. But you want to watch it on her bed? Yeah. Well, sorry. Dad's not rich enough to get... A smart TV in the bedroom.
2: <laughs> you don't have an Apple TV, or no, I or don't. a Fire Stick, or uh,
1: no, I don't. Because it's they usually they we, we, the only time that we ever have a TV in the room. They watch a TV in the room is a DVD. That's did, the only so
2: yeah. Did you watch Renfield on Xbox One?
1: Yes, I did. Okay, why? Why? No, because I
2: I thought it was. I didn't realize that you watch stuff on Xbox One because it just popped up that. This was watched on Xbox One. I'm like, and so I called my kid at college and asked him oh. if he watched Renfield. And he was okay. And like, what the fuck are you talking about? But anyway, yeah, he sent uh Mr. Arizona, sent the baby factory. Did, hey, actually, it's, start, actually, it's not Mr. Arizona, is it?
1: Did you start recording again?
2: Yes, I did. Oh, okay. He sends a baby factory up to check things out. And high grabbed one kid right before it tumbles down the stairs.
1: Yes. And she comes up, has a puzzled look on her face as she looks in the crib because all five of them are there. But they're probably mixed up perhaps yes but it, it comes up
2: it, it's not entirely certain and they everyone knows which one is which what What do you do if you have even twins do you, do you just write on their their foot so you know which one's which i think you know i think <sighs> i don't know there's there's um i've seen a lot of movies where you cannot tell the difference between twins and you and you make mistakes
1: what kind of movies
2: where you know you're, you're, you're banging somebody and say, Oh my God, you're my wife's twin.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Ha uh-huh. I have a, there's a gal that her son, her oldest plays baseball and he's in all three of her boys are in scouts and two of them are twins. And one is a little bit is, is a rabble rouser. And, and I always, I always tease her that he's going to be the one that grows up to be a dildo salesman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how this is connected at all, but when, when we used to have a sub Back in middle school, the ledger would pre- pretend he didn't speak English. <laughs> oh, God. And he was like a transfer student. But it, it, just to back it up for just a second, I grabbed one kid before it tumbled down the stairs. And I know from your house, you have stairs. Did you have mm-hmm. the kids upstairs or did you have well, to do like
1: gates? We only had at the old house, we had one, we only had one kid there. Okay. And, and we did, I did have a nice custom wooden gate b- installed. On the stairs. Well, la di da. Well, it, so it would match the the wooden railing that we we had a new wooden railing put in, and then t- you know it's like I spent a lot of money on this new wooden railing and banister, so I put in a nice gate.
2: I put in a bunch of just a bunch of milk crates that I stole from the grocery <laughs> store.
1: <laughs> Are you serious? Oh. No.
2: No, okay. we, we had a, we had a compression gate, but there was one but, time that we had left it open and I actually jumped and grabbed a kid as he was like two steps down.
1: Okay. So the way that our house is set up is you go up the stairs and immediately at the top of the stairs is the bathroom door on the right and mm-hmm. both boys bedrooms are on, on, on upstairs. And I can't, I can't remember if we had a gate up there or not. Honestly, I, I, I think we did. But what drives me crazy is when the kids come out of the bathroom after they've taken a shower and they've got their underwear on, but then they stand at the top of the stairs and they put their pajamas on, bottoms on while they're standing and they're on like one leg. And I'm like, "Will you please <laughs> just not do that?" Give me a fucking heart attack. Go in your bedroom and put your pajamas on. You're going to stumble down the stairs.
2: Yeah. Have have you ever fallen down the stairs?
1: Uh, not by accident. I've fallen down the stairs on purpose for a video that we made.
2: No, Jen has fallen not like down a full staircase, but down like three stairs before. Well, that's why she gets all those bruises on her legs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving. She's on. not taking. She's not taking a little ball peen hammer and going. Tot, 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 tot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, high, high leaves. He he bails and. He sees Ed, and they both start start crying. And she says, "You go back up there and grab me a toddler." And now he she she locks him out of the car. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now he's now he's in the window, and I I believe Mrs. Arizona is still in there.
2: Yeah, he's looking at one of the kids, and the kid her back is to him, and the kid can see him on the ladder at the window.
1: Yeah, and he comes back with one, and she says, "Which one?" And then this
4: which one you get i don't know nathan jr i think give me here
5: here's the
4: instructions oh he's beautiful yeah he's awful damn good i think i got the best one i bet they were all beautiful all babies are beautiful this one's awful damn good though
5: don't you cuss around him
4: he's fine he is i think it's nathan jr
5: we are doing the right thing, aren't we, High? I mean, they had more than they could handle.
4: Well, now, honey, we've been over this and over this. And there's what's right, and there's what's right. And never the twain she'll meet. But don't you think his mama will be upset? I mean, overly? Well, of course she'll be upset, sugar. But she'll get over it. She's got four little babies almost as good as this one. It's like when I was driving convenience stores.
5: <laughs> I love him so much. If <laughs> get
3: married...
1: Yeah, she, she, she does a lot of ugly crying in this film. Yeah, she does. And and the, the premise of this film bothers me. Yeah, I, I caught that from your post. <laughs> yes. Hey, we're doing a film about kidnapping babies. Ha ha. Yeah, it's. But she says something that all babies are beautiful. No, that's not true. No, no. It's I've, not. I've, I've seen lots of ugly babies. Yeah, there's a great Seinfeld bit about that. You they gotta come see you gotta come see the baby.
2: It's actually pretty good. But they yes. have a, a little crib at home and He's Hi, taking High Hi goes in and <laughs> he he hides his Playboy and he throws it under the mattress. He grabs it again, and I didn't understand this. He grabs it again and then puts it back.
1: What was that? Yep. You know, I'm not sure. Well, you you skipped out this the part that there's a banner hanging that says welcome home home son. Yes like the baby can see that. Then he goes into the baby's room and arranges rearranges a couple of the stuffed animals in the crib to make it just perfect. Yes, then he does the hide, hiding the playboy. I'm not sure. I, second guessing? that's is that symbolism for that he's second guessing this I, I don't decision that they've made.
2: I don't know. I I actually watched this film twice. All right. Uh because I watched it once I watched the first like hour by myself and then I watched the first hour with Jen. And then I watched the last half hour by myself and then watched the last half hour with
1: Jen. Oh, so that answers the question if Jen watched it or not. Oh, shit. But, um,
2: <laughs> but I caught you. <laughs> you're not, a little, very, you're not very good at that game, are you? Yeah, I tried to hide it, but uh, <laughs> he says, okay, bring him in. And Ed comes in and she chastises High for swearing again. And he, sa- he says that the baby doesn't know a cuss from Shinola,
1: which I yes. thought was
2: clever. So you know what Shinola is? No, but I I know the phrase shit from Shinola.
1: Shinola is uh, a shoe polish. Okay. So if you don't know shit from Shinola, that means you're pretty stupid. That's, that's, that's the, that, that phrase means you're dummy. Um, He shows her him around. Here, this is the kitchen. No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. He says that he wants to hold him and Ed says to watch his fontanelle. And it's like, this kid is three years old. His fontanelle is now solid. But they're calling him Nathan Junior, and he gives him the ten cent tour.
4: Come on over here, young Nathan Junior. I'm gonna show you around. Look at here, young sportsman. That there's the kitchen area where Mom and Pa chow down. This here's the TV. Two hours a day maximum, either either educational or football, so as you know you don't ruin your appreciation of the finer things. And and this here's the D-Van. For socializing and relaxing with the family unit. Yes, sir. May's day we sat there and we said, wouldn't it be nice to have a youngster here to share our thoughts and feelings?
2: He's tired, huh?
4: Well, we'll just sit you right there, boy. Just put those dogs up and take a load off.
2: They do a lot of setting kids on furniture, which I was not really. (laughs) I mean, I'm so far removed from having to deal with infants. Mm hmm. But I still remember being freaked out that they're gonna fall off shit or, yes, roll downstairs or whatever. And I just see them putting a couple times in the course of five minutes they put a kid on a recliner,
1: which yeah. is not a good idea. No, no. But uh, yeah, they just they put him on the couch and they just stare at each other, and then he's setting up the camera to take a, a family, and she's scared. And what should she be scared about? Uh, going
2: to jail for a kidnapping?
1: Yes, but no, she's scared about raising a baby, and she—that's that, her biggest fear. If, yeah,
2: she asks if he's going to contribute. How, how do you mean? His upbringing.
1: Uh. <laughs> yeah, I I have to do that. What? Yes, but now it's raining. We we're, we cut to a scene that's outside, and I didn't realize that this was outside the prison. It took me a couple of seconds to figure that out, and the ground breaks open. And did, who comes out? Did Shawshank steal this? I don't know. Or is it an homage? Or
2: because, in and of itself, the Prison Break isn't. But the whole, you know, coming out through shit kind of is. Yes.
1: Yeah. And the the whole when he comes out, well, it's John Goodman, and he's screaming as he comes out, and then pulls up William Forsythe by yeah. his ankles. Yeah, he's upside down. He was breach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But shouldn't he be quiet? You would think so, but maybe it's raining so hard. And, I mean, they're a good couple hundred yards away from the prison.
2: And he lifts William Forsythe out of the mud with one hand.
1: Yeah. How strong is he? <laughs> well, in this movie he's pretty strong. But they're in a gas station bathroom and what are they putting in their hair? Uh I I have it later. Pomade. Pomade, yes. Pomade. And that that's that's kind of a a Cohen brothers thing because in Old Brother Where Art Thou have you seen that one? You should see that one. That's no, a good it's one.
2: George Clooney. I saw like five minutes of fuck that. No. Okay. He uses it's a, a musical, isn't
1: it? It's not a musical. It, all of the music used in that movie is performed live, but I wouldn't call it a musical.
2: You, Your definition of a musical is so fucked.
1: A musical is Mary Poppins, where they're singing and they're dancing and they're telling the story through their songs. This movie is, hey, we're going to this radio station to record a song into a can. And then, hey, we're at this fair and there's girls singing up on the stage.
2: But you say Blues Brothers is a musical?
1: Yes, Blues... Is it now? Hmm. Scratches Chin. Narrator... Doug's not really sure what a musical is.
2: <laughs> but yeah. And, and they're looking at stealing a car and they're making tons of noise. And they they steal a car and they don't even hang up the gas nozzle. Which okay, steal a car, fine. I get that. But don't be a dick.
1: Yes. It's like it's not like it's like not leaving a shopping cart a shopping cart in the cart corral. Right. If you just leave it next to your cart, you're an asshole. <laughs> mhm. But high and Ed are sleeping and there's Open up. It's the police. And he goes and he grabs a gun, and it's the two brothers, which we find out are brothers in just a second. And it's Gail and Evel Snotes. Yes. And Ed says, kind of late for visitors, isn't it? And Ed says, well, we have to show them hospitality. And then.
4: Boys. Here's my wife. Well, then.
5: Kind of late for visitors, isn't that high?
4: Oh, well, yeah, honey. But these boys just got out of the joint, so we got to show a little hospitality. Well, now, H.R., <laughs> looks like you've been up to the devil's business. Hey, is that a him or a her?
5: It's a little boy.
4: <sighs> got a name, does he? Uh, so far, we've just been using Junior.
5: We call him Junior.
0: <laughs> you mean, you mean J.R., just like TV show? <laughs> 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 That's good.
4: Welcome home, son. Where's he been, Felix? Uh, he was uh, visiting his grandparents.
5: They're separated.
4: Oh, would that be your folks, man?
5: No, I'm afraid not.
4: Well, I thought you said your folks was dead, hi. Well, we thought Junior should see their final resting place. Well, why don't you boys have a seat?
2: This weekend, Doug does not listen to his own cliffs. <laughs>
1: it's one of those things where it's in my notes and I just, what I do is I take, I pull out an an old envelope or a piece of paper from the little recycling bin underneath my desk and I just go through my notes and I write all of the timestamps on that envelope Mm -hmm. and anything else that I want to record and then I go in the basement and I just record. And so I don't have my notes there as I'm recording. So sometimes they bleed over a little bit. Yeah,
2: but there... They're still wearing their prison clothes. Covered in shit. Well, we don't know it's
1: shit yet. <laughs> we don't know it's but they sit down. Well, they're wet, and, and they're covered in what we think is mud, and they sit yes. on the sofa. Yeah. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Hi. And then I think she says, what's that smell? And John Goodman says, well, when we were tunneling out, we hit a sewer line. Just like in Shawshank. Yep. Yes. Yeah, you can't stay here. We have a toddler. Wait, uh, uh, and, the
2: question is, did you, you, you guys escaped? Uh, no, we released ourselves. (laughs) Yes. And then she says, this is a decent family. And then Gail, which is John Goodman's character, uh, accuses High of being a cuck.
1: Yeah. Now, who wears... Yeah, he asks, who wears the pants around here?
2: And High tries, but she says, you can catch up, then basically get the fuck out.
1: (laughs) Right, right. And he explains, as they're lying in bed, they're only just going to stay a day or two. And... She says, they're fugitives. Promise just a day or two. Okay, honey. Well, he says something you have to have a little
2: charity, and he says something about Arab lands. I don't even know what that is. No, I don't either. But tonight or tomorrow tops, and then, then I said, fuck, more narration. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he has yeah. a
1: dream. Uh, he does have a dream. It's about Randall Tex Cobb. A lone biker, the apocalypse.
4: A man with all the powers of hell at his command. He could turn the day into night and laid to waste everything in his path. He was especially hard on little things, the helpless and the gentle creatures. Left a scorched earth in his wake, befoul on even the sweet desert breeze that wafted across his brow. I didn't know where he came from or why. I don't know if he was dream or vision, but I feared that I myself had unleashed him.
2: So, a couple things from that clip. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, I call this guy the Ghost Rider.
1: He does look like the ghost rider and Nicolas Cage is the ghost rider in the ghost rider movie.
2: Yeah. Which is kind of ironic. Uh-huh. He has a tattoo that says mama didn't love me. Yes. And in that clip, he blows up a bunny with a grenade, then shoots a lizard
1: with a shotgun and
2: then a flower just starts on fire as he drives by it.
1: Yes. And then after that, he jumps a hill on the road. Yes. Like really, really far. And then it's a POV shot of him driving through a playground and coming up to the Arizona's house and going up the outside wall to Mrs. Arizona, screaming, realizing that one of her babies is missing.
2: So, High left the ladder up. Mm-hmm. Did he learn nothing from Frank, named after eyeball, <laughs> Chambers?
1: <laughs> and the postman always rings twice? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the next the next. Day- th- Ed is singing to the a baby and I wish I would have written this down. She's singing the song that she's singing is about somebody who's going to get be executed. Okay. It's, it's a very sad song. Uh, but I got a, I got a question for you. This struck me as weird.
2: And maybe it is based on they are in a trailer home. They are in a very very small abode, if mm-hmm, you will.
1: Mhm. They are not nutter butter rich.
2: No. But He, hi, has a picture of Ed in her wedding dress on his nightside stand. Okay. I found that weird.
1: Uh, She's right there. Yeah. I think we only have one picture of our wedding out and it's our photographer sucked so bad that he just, he told us this is when digital cameras were just really kind of coming out and being affordable. Sure. And so we met with him, and he had this fancy digital camera, you know. With the, I mean, it looked like a, a real camera, but it was digital. And he explains to us that, and the reason why we used him is because a couple of other people that we knew used him for weddings.
3: And, and he said, "Yeah,
1: well? I, yeah." He said, "I'm probably only going to take about a hundred to hundred and ten pictures." Doesn't and, seem and like I, a lot. And I'm thinking to myself. And I, but I didn't have the wherewithal to say, Hey man, it's a digital camera. You should just be fucking clacking away on that thing. Doesn't matter. And then the quality of pictures that we got sucked so bad. And then I had the only picture that we really liked from our wedding. It was my idea. The sun was coming through the stained glass window. And I said, can you please have us facing each other? So it's just our silhouettes in front of the stained glass window. And then that one's printed black and white.
2: Oh, that's cool, artistic. Yeah, but that's, Doug.
1: The, that's the only, and I had to talk him into that. He didn't want to do it at first. Hey, man, it's my fucking wedding.
2: We, our, our pictures actually turned out pretty well, and but you're right now, especially, obviously, twenty years later, with digital cameras, y- you'll have fifteen hundred pictures to go through. Yeah,
1: and yeah, we were, yeah, we were very disappointed.
2: But um, I just thought that was weird. Jen did not. Once again, Jen watched the movie. Spoiler okay. alert.
1: But, but he's looking out the window and he says sometimes it's hard it's a hard world for little things. Oh. But now we're at the press conference uh with Nathan Arizona and that was the last that we saw of Mrs. Arizona. She doesn't show up again in this film.
2: Okay. But or yeah, Mr. Arizona. No, I don't think so.
1: No, he doesn't. Yeah. He's he's explaining at this press conference that the misses and the little ones left town. Uh, which one was abducted? Uh Nathan Jr., I think. See, that's why they should write on their feet. Yes. Um One reporter says it's rumored that he was abducted by a UFO. <laughs> and Nathan Arizona says, don't print that. What is wrong with you? And then at the end, he pimps his store. No, well. He says, don't print that. His mama will
2: lose all hope. Oh, all right. Yeah, but the, the police have questions and they're dragging And that's when he, he puts in a plug for his business before he leaves. And yes. they're, they're fingerprinting him so they can separate his from the perpetrators. And the fact that he changed his name, and I don't even know what his original name was. Huff
1: Okay. Why? 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 Can you imagine Huff furniture? But, okay. Here's the question I have. Hi did not wear gloves.
2: Right. He's been and fingerprinted a shitload it, of times. Yes. yes. Yeah, no, I you're you're right. It, it's yes. a flaw in, in the film, he, one of many. Yes.
1: And then they ask, uh, was the child wearing anything? Well, he had jammies on. No, <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> uh with he, he had jammies that had Yodas on them. <laughs> yeah, he said they had Yodas and shit on them. And uh-huh. uh the dad
2: is unhappy that they have no leads in the FBI says, oh, we have this coat and it's actually the dad's coat and he grabs it and he fucks it up with the ink from
1: the fingerprinting. It's a $500 camel hair coat. But (laughs) as he grabs it, the guy who fingerprints him says, uh, you should probably wash your hands before you grab that.
2: Especially since he fingerprinted him using chocolate pudding. Yes. Yes.
1: But, and then Nathan Arizona says everybody leaves microbes that lead everybody knows the difference between leads and a hole in the ground and immediately we go to uh, a hole the hole in the ground that <laughs> oh yes the other ones came out of and
2: the the, the ghost rider is driving up and apparently the guy texts whatever his real name is did not know how to ride a motorcycle
1: yes and and on the first take he fell into the hole. Yeah, that could be bad,
2: mm-hmm. but he goes to the gas station. He finds the pomade. Well, how does he get into the bathroom? He just drives into it. and Busts down the door. Yes. Yes. Finds the pomade, but. and then he, but why Why would he
1: do that? I guess, haha, <laughs> it's funny, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. It establishes that he's a rough and tumble character, but now we're back at Eden High's house, and. The the uh coat Snotes brothers are eating breakfast kind of sloppily yes. cereal and I believe Gail, played by John Goodman, is smoking a heater while he's eating his yes. cereal. And then he asks this question.
0: Why aren't you breastfeeding? You appear to be capable.
5: Mind your own business. Man, you don't breastfeed him, he hates you for it later. While we wound
0: up in prison, anyway, I put Doc Schwartz tells Boys,
2: <clears throat> we we missed something in the theft of the kids. Did what? What did we miss? In addition to the kid, what else did High take? Oh, Doctor Spock's book yes. on how to raise a kid. Yes, because that yep. comes up multiple times. Throughout well,
1: in the clip, it says, "Here's the here's the instruction manual," right. Like, Yeah. That, that was the big, the big child rearing book back in the seventies and eighties, Dr. Spock.
2: Yeah. Probably for our age, it would have been what to expect when you're expecting.
1: And then they made a movie about that with Jennifer Lopez out of, out of a manual. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, but Ed says to them, could you make yourself scarce for a couple of hours? We have decent people coming over.
2: And since you guys are wanted, eh. yeah, yeah. but they understand.
1: Yeah, but High wants to skip out of this as well. He doesn't want to meet with these people. And she stares him down, and he says, "Well, maybe that's not such a great idea."
2: Yeah, he's kind of a cock. Um, mm-hmm. but later High is putting on his loafers, and he's using a shoehorn. Yeah, I don't think you need a shoehorn for loafers, and, and they looked young. obviously loose as and, well.
1: Or and when you're young, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm i afraid of the day when I have to start using a shoehorn. You've never used a shoehorn? I've never used a shoehorn before. I have with dress shoes. Uh, I'm no, able to get my feet in there, I guess. See, I thought these were in-laws at first, and they are not, but... No, they are not. It's Francis McDormand. Care to guess how many Coen Brothers movies she's been in? How many Coen
2: Brothers films have there been?
1: I don't know. Uh, that minus two. She's been in Eight. Okay. Yeah. She shows up with her husband, and this dude we've seen in a bunch of things. She was a smoke show.
2: She looked, I mean, her her hair was fucked, but I mean, she looked great in this film.
1: Really? Yeah. Now she's just, she's batshit crazy. She's won, I think, three Oscars. Has she? Yeah, because she
2: won one for Fargo, uh, three billboards outside of uh, Ebbing, Missouri, and Dallas Club, War- I think. Star, Star Wars.
1: But yeah, she, uh, she sees the baby. Her name is Dot. Yes. Husband smacks her ass and then she smacks him in the face with her purse. And I love this, the facial inspre- expressions that people get on their face in this movie. Okay. It's just, they're, they're just goofy. Like when he gets smacked with that purse, he just has a silly looking f- look on his face.
2: But th- th- she asks, um, what they're going to call it and well, not sure, maybe high junior. And she says that they should call him Jason or another biblical name. Is Jason
1: a biblical name? I, you know what? I questioned that at first. Um, and I, and I think when I questioned that, I think immediately I thought Jason and the Argonauts. I, I is that Corinthians? is not, the, Corinthians? That, that's not, that's not <laughs> it's, it's, it's from the, the book of Ryan. <laughs> But <laughs> uh, well, but all the husband as they're coming in, the husband says, "Kids, get off of High's car." And then they cut to the car, and, and it's just five kids just all banging on his car with the rocks. The kids are all being and, little assholes. They're being little cocksuckers, yes. And um, inside the house, one kid is banging everything with a big stick. And then High and Glenn. Glenn is the husband's name. Yes. Are talking and.
2: Well, High offers him tell- a beer and yes. then he says, uh, do you want a beer? And, and then Glenn says, does the Pope wear a funny hat? And then he tells a uh, bad joke.
0: Yes. Remind me. How many Polar's take to screw up a light bulb? I don't know, Glenn. One? Nope. Takes three. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I told him wrong. Here, I'm starting again. How come it takes three Pollocks to screw up a light bulb? I oh, don't know, Glenn. Because they're so darn stupid. <laughs> Shit, man. Loosen up. What's the matter? Don't you get it?
2: I, I left that very end of that because there's a little sound effect on the very end of that clip.
1: Yes. It's a kid squirting high in the crotch with a squirt gun. And then the kid is and saying, goes, you wet yourself. You, you wet yourself. And then, well, then Glenn has more to say immediately after that.
0: How'd you get that kid so darn fast? Me and Dot went into a adopt on account of something went wrong with my semen. and They said we had to wait five years for a healthy white baby. I said, healthy white baby, five years? Okay, what else you got? Said they got
4: two Koreans and a Negro born with his heart on the outside. <laughs> It's a crazy world. Someone ought to sell tickets. Sure, I'd buy one.
2: And
1: one of the kids is writing "fart" <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> yes. And Glenn goes here. Watch this. I-, I don't know what's what is in his hand uh, that he throws at the kid. I said rocks, but it can't be rocks because how would he have rocks? But he throws a bunch of like little well, pebbles, or he says he goes hit the deck, son. <laughs> he just throws a bunch of stuff at him. The kid ducks. But he goes back to how he really, got... Really? Really? How did you get it so fast? Well, this whole thing
4: is just who knows who. And then over here, you have favoritism. Yeah, Ed has a friend at one of the agencies. Maybe she can do something for me and Dot. See, there's something wrong with my semen.
2: That's twice. He's mentioned there's something wrong with his semen. Yeah. But my kids are older now. And mm-hmm. even your kids are older, so that this should not be... in an issue, but either in a a private domicile or out in public at a grocery store, for example, people that do not control or watch their kids, it drives me fucking crazy.
1: I have we were very lucky with having two boys that are not crazy boys. Okay that they're well-behaved. We get told all the time, God, your boys are just so polite and so well-behaved. We've been t- told that since they were three years old. I remember I had a Christmas party once, and back in our unfinished basement, I built a store for the kids to play in. Mm-hmm. Had had a counter with shelves, and there's all kinds of shelves on the back, and we'd collected macaroni and cheese boxes and little milk cartons and all that stuff, and it was just all set up. And this Christmas party that we had, it was, yeah, bring bring your kids. And I heard all kinds of commotion back there, and I went back there, and two of my friend's boys, who were nine or ten, they were old enough to know better, were taking broom handles and just knocking all those fucking boxes and, uh, off of the shelves. And I was like, what the fuck? And my boys were just kind of standing there with their mouths agape just couldn't believe that this was happening but just why would you why would you do that and there was no repercussion from the parents whatsoever well really that's why they off. were doing it
2: is because you know yeah. it is i'm going to watch the world burn and there's no there's no consequences to any yeah. of the fucking actions
1: and, and i said i said i that's this is the last time i have a christmas party with all my friends cuz this is fucking ridiculous now i could probably do it because all of our friends kids are older and most of them wouldn't even come there are some people that still bring their teenage kids to these parties that we have and it's like why why your, your teenage kids don't want to be here yeah i mean why are you bringing them
2: yeah the only upside is you could probably get some good weed from them
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but, but um yeah but uh they asked what are they
2: going to name him ed jr i thought it was a
1: boy mm-hmm.
2: that's the thing i was talking about before but outside yes. Dot is blathering on about diseases and another one of the kids is just being an absolute shit and throwing jello. And, and, yeah, what, and is, what does and, Dot say that they can develop if you don't get them their shots? Oh, fuck. Lockjaw? Uh, is it lockjaw? And night vision. Oh, <laughs> I,
1: I don't know how that the second one works. Yeah. But she's asking about. You know, do you have a doctor? Do, have you started bank accounts? You know, for teeth in school or orthodontia and school. Do you have life insurance? What happens if Ed gets killed by a bus and or Hyatt gets killed by a bus? Ed is asking Hi all this stuff if he's done it yet. And she's kind of very frantic as she's asking him if he's done this stuff. Right. And she. She says,
2: it's a whole, like, well, what happens if you get hit by a bus? What happens if you get carried off by a twister? And he says, I'm not Bill Paxton. <laughs> but um, Ed would know the answers to all these questions. And But she Thank just pawning it off on him.
1: Yes. I think my lucky stars that my missus takes care of a majority of that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's stuff, you know, I sign them up for camps and I do stuff. I'm, I'm not the absence absentee father that just lets my wife do everything but she takes care of a lot of that stuff she knows insurance she knows all that shit and i just i roll with it she's like and she'll often say not often but she has said now if i die do you know where everything is Oh, yeah. I've, I've gotten that whole speech. There's a spreadsheet that has like accounts yes. and blah, blah, blah. It has blah, blah, blah. all the, all the pa- yes. There's an Excel sheet on our computer that has a password that has all of our accounts, all of our passwords. And then we have a fire safe in the basement that has all that shit, all the insurance policies and stuff like that. But that's a scary thing. Like if you're, if Jen were to die, I mean, would you jump on that shit like the next day? Ooh money, 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 <laughs> or uh, I'm going to mourn. I'm going to mourn for a couple of weeks before I dive into that.
2: No, it's like the the money train has left the station, man. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except for the life insurance. But, I mean, we're, we're in a place where we have our 529 stuff set up for the kids. Mm-hmm. And we we have the houses paid off. And, you know, we have stuff in 401ks and IRAs and all that kind of bullshit. <laughs> I love to... So back to going way back to earlier in the podcast, in in the same thread with Lawn Chair, we were talking about something, and Lawn Chair had gone out and he had bought a uh, Lego set. Was it Lord (laughs) of the Rings or was it Harry Potter or... Uh, Oh, fuck. I can't imagine it was Harry Potter.
1: I think it was Lord of the Rings. No, I think it was Lord of the Rings. I don't think it was Harry Potter.
2: But it was...
1: It, it was like 550 bucks. It was or it, it was a, it was a significant set that cost a lot of money. Yes.
2: And I said something like, it's, it's great to not have to worry about 529 plan. And he said, yeah, it's a 542 plan or something like that, whatever the cost of it was. Uh huh. Yeah. Single yeah. guy with no kids. You, you have money for like random shit because you, the, the, the whole question got, was he, about whether or not a helmet had come out. And by the way, it doesn't come out until the fall,
1: but it's funny because it was just, it randomly popped up on my, youtube page as a guy reviewing that helmet unless he is a toy reviewer that they sent him stuff to i don't know
2: but i went and checked and it says it's supposed to come out in the fall
1: yeah that's not one that i will buy i don't think because so either i have i have a spot for four helmets above my tv a fifth one would not fit and the scout trooper helmet is just that's that it looks pretty cool but you know. I, I have one helmet i'm missing and they don't make it which, which is?
2: Uh, phase one. Clone Troopers.
1: Oh, they don't make it? No. Hmm. They, they made like tr- a
2: shitty one, like a $30 oh. one, which no. I don't want.
1: <laughs> Why don't you 3D print one?
2: I could, but it's not going to be as good.
1: No, I'm sure it's not. You're going to have all the, the little rough marks on the... Can you sand that down? Yes. You, you know can. what I'm talking about on the 3D printer? Yeah, it's got the layer lines.
2: Yes, you can sand that or you can just use, uh, like a solvent.
1: Mm. And if you
2: do it right, it'll just blend it all so that it's mm. smooth. Mm.
1: But uh. anyway, um. Anyway, Glenn and High are walking in amongst the cacti.
2: And I was a little bit confused because High is carrying his shoes. Yeah. But he, he does have flip-flops. Oh, all right. Cause I, I didn't notice it till the second time I watched it, but when he eventually like picks up his flip-flops because I'm thinking, You do not want to be walking in the desert
1: (laughs) in your bare feet. In Arizona, there's all kinds of shit that will bite you. There's also all kinds of plants that will embed into your skin. It's going the opposite way. So when you pull them out, it's going to fuck you up. Yeah, they're Klingon plants. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But um, yeah, Glenn is telling another bad joke.
0: That reminds me. You hear about the person of the Polish Persuasion. He walks into a bar and got this big old pile of shit in his hand. And he says, hey, look what I almost stepped in. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny, all right. damn right, it's funny shit, man. What's the matter? I don't know.
4: Maybe it's wife, kids, family life. I mean, uh, are, you, are you satisfied, Glenn? Don't you ever feel suffocated like like there's something big pressing down
0: yeah i do know that feeling and i told dot to lose some weight but she don't want (laughs) to (laughs) listen no man i know what you mean i mean you got all these responsibilities now you're married you got a kid i mean looks like your whole life is set down and where's the excitement yeah, Glenn, I guess that's it. Okay, that's a disease, but you got a cure. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Dr. Glenn is here to tell you that you can heal thyself. What do I got to do? Well, you just got to broaden your mind a little bit. Like, say if I was to ask you, what do you think about that?
4: Ah, she's a fine woman you got there.
0: Okay, now, you might not know it to look at her, but she's a hellcat. That right. T-I-G-E-R. Well, what's that got to do with that? Uh, now... Don't rush me. The thing about Dot is, she told me this. She thinks, she thinks you're cute. Yeah, I'm crapping you negative, And I could say the same thing about it. What are you
4: talking about,
0: Glenn? What am I talking about? I'm talking about sex, boy. What the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about Lamore. I'm talking to me and Dot are swingers. As in two swings. I'm talking about wife swapping. I'm talking about what they call nowadays open marriage. I'm talking about... Hey, you. Get your damn hands off her.
2: Yeah.
1: Swingers. Hmm.
2: Did you know that that's where that was going?
1: Yes. I had a feeling.
2: Yeah, that's that's what I thought as well. And I actually, originally before I got your clip, I was going to have the whole back to the future thing afterwards, but Glenn runs away and he just yeah. runs into a palm
1: tree. Well, he's palm tree. He says, I'm only trying to help you. People are crazy. He runs into a cactus. That's not a cactus. I'm pretty sure it's a cactus. But anyway, later. Why are are there palm trees in Arizona? Yes. Are there? Yes. Are they there naturally? No. No, I don't this know. Little, this is, are you sure it's not a cactus? It, it was very thin. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. He runs into a tree he, or a some sort of organic material that's hard.
2: Yeah, but it, it,
1: a cactus is spongy,
2: and it has spikes. This was oh. more palm tree
1: like. Okay, all right. But now, go, high and Ed are in the car. This confused me because I thought they were at High and Ed's house. They were. Yes. So where I don't know where they're driving. Oh I think they're okay I think they're they're going to get diapers. But yes. she says, "We found some nice people and you go and break his nose. He's your foreman. He's going to fire you." Well, okay.
2: You're you're hanging out with the pilot for for example. Mhm. And you know, the pilot and his wife are over and his wife and your wife are off doing whatever and you and the pilot are walking around your back forty, which actually it's probably like your back point 5. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Hey, let's uh, let let's swap wives." And obviously that's a that's a no. This is a non-starter for you. That is a non-starter for me. But do you tell your wife about that? Yes. Or, or do you just, you know, punch him?
1: No, I wouldn't punch him, but I would just be it's you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, and then that would be it. That that would be it because you can never look at somebody the same way. And yes, I, I would tell my missus about that. But,
2: and I think you would too. And that's why I did not understand why High does not tell her that. And I thought it was, at first I thought these were in laws, and obviously it was not. Yeah. But we don't know for sure that he doesn't tell her. Well, she asks, he says, he provoked me. And then she asks mm. how, and he says, never mind. Oh, okay. But think about it. He's got no job, stolen baby. He's not exactly putting himself on a winning path here.
1: <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. He's not. So he pulls into a convenience store. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait uh, just, just one second here. Sorry. This right. is important. Okay.
2: Ed says, I want to know where that leaves us. And he says, with a man for a husband. And she says, that ain't no answer. And it's like, no, that is a great fucking answer, honestly. Because you have a man who is standing up and behind you for things. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, now. Continue. Now they
1: pull into a convenience store. Nathan needs Huggies, and he tells her to stay strapped in. All right? I know what's going to happen right now. Yes, Yes. He goes in, he grabs silk stockings, a packet of the Huggies, and he has a gun. And what and is the cashier is, reading? <laughs> jugs. That's a real magazine. I know it is. What was the one that Al Bundy liked? Biggins? Uh, biggins, yeah. <laughs> and the clerk pushes the alarm button. And
2: Ed is actually has, in the car and she's reading to Junior.
1: Yes, but he has a stocking. A pantyhose over his head. Uh, she hears the higher sirens. The sirens. She hears the sirens, and she then she sees high. And she goes, "That's some bitch." She gets out of the passenger seat, gets in the driver's seat, and takes off. And the clerk starts shooting at high.
2: Yeah, as the cops are pulling up.
1: Yes, and the cop and there's a cop that's hanging outside the window that's also shooting. And as as the cop car turns, the cop falls out of the passenger window. And then. Hi is running.
2: He, he's pulling a Prometheus here.
1: Oh, well, the, the cop and the clerk are both on foot chasing him. And this is when the, the yodeling music returns. Yes. Yes. And you're right. He's pulling a Prometheus. He's just running straight down the road, the middle of the road as the car is chasing him. And
2: the huggies and, get shot out of his hands.
1: Well, the cop is still shoot, yes, shooting out the window. Uh, he hops a fence and a doberman attacks him yeah but the the, ch- the chain is just an rch too short yeah question yes
2: fenced-in yard mm-hmm. why is the dog on a chain
1: plot point okay <laughs> wait do i do i
0: sake of
2: plot <laughs> okay
1: there you go yes yeah he's he's running some more there's some more yodeling the spike holding the chain comes out of the ground yes uh, Ed tells the kid that she's going to pick up daddy. He tries flagging down a pickup truck. And a pickup him. truck hits him. He opens the door and... Do I have a clip here? Or is no, it I your do. Clip? That's what I thought.
2: Yeah, hi opens the passenger door and then...
1: Son,
4: you got a panty on your head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's... that's I wouldn't call that a panty.
1: No, it's pantyhose. Yes, but yeah.
2: the, the dog is out running on the road, pulling the chain hey, behind no. it.
1: And other dogs are starting to follow that well, dog. There's a little Joey dog.
2: There's a there's a Sheltie. It's the second oh, dog there? that's shown, yeah.
1: All right. Uh Ed drives the opposite direction of the pickup truck that High is in. He yells at her and she turns around. Yeah. The driver starts screaming because all of a sudden the clerk now is right in front of them and shooting and breaks the windshield.
2: Yeah, and the and driver's about to he, get hit and high grabs the wheel and and three dogs tackle the cashier. <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: the driver is yelling again because they're coming str- now coming straight at, at the cop car. High turns the wheel again. Ed says she's going to take a shortcut, and, well, she hits some garbage cans because she's driving. <laughs> okay, God. Like a woman.
2: But, yeah, the cops are now behind High, and the scared guy and the cops are just shooting... Sc- scared guy i'm the cashier
1: the drive the driver
2: oh yeah or they're just shooting at a lot and mm-hmm. the, the driver wants to know if he can stop now and he almost
1: slams into a house yes but slams on the brakes high flies through the the front window that was kicked out where the windshield would be yes yes and then says thank you
2: yeah he thanks the driver and goes into the house and the cop pulls up starts shooting again <laughs>
1: Yes, the cop is chasing him through the house. Is the cop shooting in the house? Yes, he is. He is. Okay.
2: And did you see what was on the TV? No, it was the Arizona f- a furniture commercial. Oh, okay. And Ed drives through a fence and is back on the road as High as shown up at a grocery store.
1: What What's the kid doing in the back seat as she's driving through shit? I have no idea. He's got a little hoodie sweatshirt. Oh, on, he pulls it he's, down. He's covering his eyes with the hoodie. But yes, though, the dogs also run through the house. Yes.
2: And then High is running through the grocery store. He grabs some Huggies and then the cop is there and continues to fire at High, not caring about all the other people in the grocery store.
1: Right. There's a lady in curlers yelling. The dogs are not. Every
2: person in the grocery store that does not work there is a woman. Every person in the grocery store that does not work there is also in curlers.
1: Oh, I did not see that. But But yes, the dogs are chasing him down the aisle. He gets to the front of the store, and would you call this guy the store manager?
2: I called him the butcher because of the hat he had on.
1: Oh, all right. He shoots a double-barrel shotgun, and he reloads. High turns around and starts going the opposite direction down the aisle, and there's the cop waiting. He throws the diapers at the cop. The lady in the curlers who is screaming hits the cop with the cart. High goes out the back door, and Ed picks him up.
2: And he hops in the car and all is well, but I'm thinking he still has no huggies and he thanks her and then she punches him and then Mm -hmm. they have kind of this exchange. I think. You son of oh.
5: You son of a bitch, you're acting like a mad dog. What if me and the baby been picked up?
2: Turn
5: right, dear. Nathan Jr. would have been accessory to armed
4: robbery. No, it ain't armed robbery if the gun ain't loaded. What kind of
0: home life is this for, Tyler? like you supposed to be an example? What, this man? Uh-huh. I never postured myself as a three-piece suit type. Turn right, honey. We got a child now. Everything's changed. Well, Nathan Jr. accepts me for what I am. And I think you better head two. You know, honey, I'm okay, you're okay,
4: that there's what it is. I know, but honey... See, I come from a long line of frontiersmen and... Oh, here it is, dear. Turn here. Frontiersmen and outdoor cops. I'm not going to live this way,
5: huh? It just ain't family life.
4: Well,
2: it ain't Ozzie and Harriet. The acting in this film is terrible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely terrible. I think it's supposed to be. Well, if that was their intention, they were successful. Yeah. But he manages to snag the Huggies that he dropped, that got shot out of his hand earlier. And she blows through a stop sign and continues to drive. And then they get back to the house.
1: Yes. And the brothers are on the couch, surrounded by Budweiser cans. A lot. A lot of Budweiser cans. Yes. and Not Bud Light. Yeah.
2: But Evel is under an afghan. And I I swear, my family had that same exact one growing up. (laughs) Oh, no kidding. But Ed and High walk in, and Ed says... The two of you are leaving tomorrow morning. You're wanted. She's going into town tomorrow. And do you know what she's going into town tomorrow for? Mm -mm. The kid's dip tet.
1: Oh, okay.
2: And if they're not gone, when she gets back, she'll kick them out herself. And she steals the Afghan
1: and walks out. Yes. Hi sits down. He apologizes. Uh, Gail. That's my second cum bubble tonight. Yeah has his own thoughts uh that his marriage isn't working out <laughs> and the source of the friction is financial yes
2: well at least you got your health why yes. do you want a job
1: yeah well and then hi says well i lost my job today and then they say well would you like us would you like to help us rob a bank it's like doc schwartz says you gotta have a little bit of ambition
0: we're we just watching on the news. How somebody went and snatched off one of them Arizona babies? Oh, for Christ's sake. Now, if I somebody was thinking big. And here you are, sitting on your butt, playing house with a... Well, don't get me wrong, H.I., with a fine woman, but a woman who needs one of them button-down types.
4: I don't particularly think that's... Hold on, H.I.
0: Now, at there. But there's a picture of her hi. huh? Though the locals call it the Farmers and Mechanics Bank of LaGrange. Looks like a hayseed bank. I tell you the truth, it is a hayseed bank. Except for the last Friday of every financial quarter, there's more cash in that bank than there are flies at a barbecue. And guess what day it is tomorrow? When all the hayseeds come in and cash their farm subsidies checks. 81 information, I. Huh? Got it in a joint from a guy named Lawrence Spivey. I'm Dick Nixon's undersecretary of agriculture. He's in for listening sex from a state trooper. Ordinarily, we don't associate with that type of person, but he was trying to make a few brownie points with some of the boys.
2: <laughs> there are at least three different references in this film to political parties.
1: Uh, I read that in the car that they're driving, the station wagon, it has a Mondale Ferraro bumper sticker on it.
2: Yep. And then this one, and then in the beginning, the yeah, where Hyde blames Reagan for the fact that he went back to his life of robbing convenience stores.
1: Yeah. That's like, uh, in Forrest Gump when Jen A's boyfriend who h- hangs out with the Black Panthers. Sorry, I broke up your Black Panther party. <laughs> he's, <laughs> mis- he's, he's apologizing to why he punched her and he blames it on fucking Johnson and all of his lies. <laughs> yeah. But
2: they're they're looking. Uh, that is Gail and Evel are. They're looking for somebody that's handy with a spray gun. Can you tell? Scatter, us gun. A, a scatter gun. Scatter gun. Okay. Yes. Shotgun. Okay. But they guard while they're sp-
1: stealing the money. Yes. And I think it's Gail that says this is just the beginning of our spree until we retire or get caught.
2: <laughs> and High says I can't leave Ed. That would be cowardly. Mm-hmm. And sitting here, you ain't doing any good or being true to your nature. But then, who is out riding around? Who's out riding around?
1: Yes. Is it the the bounty hunter? Yeah, the ghost rider. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's writing a, her a letter asking for forgiveness. Yep, I have. And, I have. His oh, note. you have that. You have that clip. Okay. Yep.
4: My dearest Edwina, tonight is you and Nathan slumber, my heart is filled with anguish. I hope that you will both understand and forgive me for what I have decided I must do. By the time you read this, I will be gone. I will never be the man that you want me to be. The husband and father that you and Nathan deserve. Maybe it's my upbringing. Maybe it's just that my genes got screwed up. I don't know. But the events of the last day have showed amply that I don't have the strength of character to raise up a family in the manner befitting a responsible adult. I say all this to my shame. I will love you always, truly and deeply. But I fear that if I stay, I would only bring bad trouble on the heads of you and Nathan Junior. I feel the thunder gathering even now. If I leave, hopefully, it will leave with me. Cannot tarry. Better I should go. Send you money and let you curse my name. You're loving.
2: Herbert. Yeah. Fortunately, I I think I'm past this point at at this point in my life where, you know, my kids are are grown now where the only one that I can be a failure to now is Jen, which I still don't want to do. But you know that was always, whenever I had issues with jobs or anything like that, that was always a legitimate concern is I do not want to fail my family. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not going to go out and rob a fucking
1: bank no. <laughs> or anything stupid like that. No, but. certainly not. But as he's writing this letter, you could hear the... Oh, that was Cobb on his bike... And it's cutting to all these cuts to the bounty hunter, the clerk reading Jugs magazine, (laughs) Nathan, Arizona, Ed sleeping. Yes. And then he signs it, Herbert. Uh, The bike pulls up to their trailer. Yes. Bounty hunter. And then we see him sitting by a fire.
2: And yeah. And the next day he goes into an unpainted Arizona store. Mm Mm-hmm. And- He's dirty, and I found this to be very interesting. He lights a heater. I think it's probably actually a
1: cigarillo. It's a it's a cigarillo, yes.
2: With a safety match. And what does he light the safety match off of? One of the unpainted cabinets. Except it is a painted piece of furniture. Oh, is it? Which I thought was ironic because it is, you know, the unpainted furniture is kind of the thing.
1: Well, the inside of the store... And the commercials were filmed inside of a Home Depot. Home Depot, yes, which didn't even exist by us yet. But he's in.
2: Uh, he he's actually just smoking as he's walking through the store, and he goes into Mister Arizona's office and his old bag of his secretary.
1: Uh, yep, old bag telling Arizona that he just barged in.
2: Should I get a security guard? Why wake him up?
1: Yeah, he has his feet on his on the desk. Arizona sits down. Um I I do believe that the bounty hunter says that he has flies. Yep. (laughs) Who are you? Leonard Smalls. I'm a man hunter. Find an outlaw. To find an outlaw, you send an outlaw.
2: Yeah. Well, he says, uh, Leonard Smalls. My friends call me Lenny, except I got no friends. And then Arizona says, (laughs) boo hoo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you want furniture or shit box? They're out on the sales floor. And yeah, you you want a what do you uh, outlaw? You found an outlaw, and then he he makes a cop donut joke and says, get your feet off my furniture. And Arizona, what is the reward that Arizona has posted for Nathan Junior?
1: A twenty five thousand dollar reward. I already have the authorities out there looking for him. Uh, you want the reward? Find him, and you get it.
2: He says, "What do we have to talk about?" And he says, "Price, simple economics." Yeah. Twenty five k is too low for a healthy white baby. And how much did this guy, the Ghost Rider, fetch when he was a baby? Was it thirty thousand? Thirty thousand in nineteen fifty four, which yeah. is one hundred twenty seven thousand six hundred forty dollars in adjusted for inflation.
1: Yeah, he says, well, you know, it's you. I could, I could sell that baby for more. You know, give me fifty k and I'll find him. And then I believe Smalls. Grabs the fly, Mister Miyagi style. Yes, without chopsticks, but with his fingers. Yep. And Arizona says, "If I don't pay," and Small says, "I'll get the boy regardless. The market will pay."
2: Yeah. Arizona thinks it's a scam, a shakedown. He. Thinks I that remember he actually so took him.
1: When I was a kid, um, my family hung out with some people that had a daughter that they adopted, and. Years later, I was told that this little girl that they adopted actually was was bought and paid for Oof. and that they had go bags by their back door that they could just grab and, and bail quickly wow. if, if the authorities showed up. That was pretty common, man. Back in the 60s and 70s, probably even before that. Wow. You know? Yeah. Crazy stuff. But, but- – uh, yeah, Arizona starts calling the cops, but Lenny's gone. Yeah, well, he says you're an evil man. Maybe you took him. Yes, and then he grabs the phone and he looks up and he splits, split just like Batman does.
2: Actually, no, that's when he shows up. But
1: <laughs> right. But the brothers wake up high. They have shotguns. And yep, first day of the rest of your life.
2: Wife will be back mm-hmm. soon. Hmm. This is a problem I have with this scene. Where's the baby? Asleep. He'll be fine. The baby is supposed to be in town with Ed.
1: Yes. So that makes no sense at all. Maybe she was going to get her, she was going to go buy a shot. Because you couldn't take it, you couldn't take that baby to a doctor because they would have questions. Where does baby come from? You can't just go and get like, just put it in a (laughs) cuff. Maybe in Arizona in 1987, you could.
2: Well, go you by, have to go figure to the doc- Arizona, of all places, would be a place where you'd be much more likely to bring somebody without documentation in to get medical services. Yeah, that's true. And I that's don't mean that in a negative way. That is just factual. hmm But anyway, yeah. the baby's there. He's asleep. Uh, he'll be fine. And then there's a knock at the door. Uh-huh. And who's there? Well, it's Glenn.
1: Morning, Glenn.
0: I ain't coming in, if you don't mind. I just keep my distance.
4: I didn't invite you in, Glenn.
0: Well, don't even bother. All right, first off, you're fired, and that's official.
4: I kind of figured that, Glenn.
0: Well, that ain't the reason I come out here neither. No, sir. Uh Uh-uh. No, you're in a whole shitload of trouble, my friend. Why don't you just calm down? Why don't you just make me? You know that little baby you got in there? You remember him? I know what his real name is.
4: You want to keep your voice down, Glenn.
0: I'll pitch my voice wherever I please. His name ain't High Junior, his name ain't Ed Junior, but it's Junior, alright! It's Nathan Junior! You you stay away from me, McGunner! Oh, yeah, you're an awful big man when you got something around to clobber a guy with. I ain't a big man. That's right, and now you're at my mercy. I'm your worst nightmare. I was just going to turn you in for the reward, but Dot, she wants to have something to cuddle. So I guess we'll be calling the baby Glenn Jr. from now on. I'll give you a day to break the news to Ed.
2: Glenn says you're not a big man when you don't have something to clobber a guy with. He just punched him.
1: Mm-hmm. He didn't clobber him with like a bat or something. No. Did you see the bumper sticker on Glenn's car? I drive naked? Yeah. Yeah, I did. (laughs) And as Glenn is driving away, he says, you'll be getting a doctor bill. You best pay it. Is that...
2: That's for his broken nose.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. But he goes in, and the brothers have the baby, and I think it's Gail that says, it's just business.
2: And then High and Gail start to fight.
1: Well, Gail grabs him from behind and is kind of giving him a bear hug, and High flips him over. And then Gail grabs... High's leg, he falls. Gail gets up and hits his head on like a what was that hanging from the ceiling? It's a light. Is it a light? He bangs his head on that. High punches him in the stomach. High does this thing where he puts his hands together. Scrapes his head
2: against the popcorn. Well he's gonna
1: do a he's gonna do a hammer hammer throw or hammer punch down. And yes, (laughs) scrapes his knuckles on the the ceiling. And and the look again, the look on his face and this this the noise he makes is hilarious.
2: Yeah, the house is just getting trashed. It's not a clean yeah. fight, it's a messy fight. And this whole time Evil is in the bathroom and Gail actually throws High through a wall into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then they're tying High up, and what are they tying him up with? With the blind pull. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was a, if it, that's what it was or if it was an extension cord. Cause if it was an extension cord, that is the thinnest extension cord ever because it did not look very thick.
1: Yeah. No, it was a blind pull. He struggles. He, the chair, he falls over in the chair and his head lands on a cheese ball and you can hear it crunch. Yeah. Does, Cheeto. Did, was it a Cheeto? I think it was a cheese ball. Yeah. A cheese ball. Yeah. It does it go in his ear. I don't think so. Okay. Because it sure looked like it. Gale comes in, grabs the, the baby book, and then leaves. And then this is my question is, High screams, is he upset that the baby is gone or that the cheese ball in his ear hurts?
2: Well, it's the baby's gone. Okay. Or maybe it's because he lost the the Dr. Spock book. Perhaps. But um, th- they are driving, that being Gale and Evel, are driving past, and they drive past Ed going the other way, and Ed sees them and says, good. Mm-hmm. And then Ed gets back to the mobile home and apparently she frees high and he is trying to make her feel better.
4: I know you're worried, honey, but believe me, there ain't a thing to be worried about. We're absolutely going to get him back. There just ain't no question about that. We'll get him back. That's just all there is to it. And you want to know another thing? I'm going to be a better person from here on out. That's final. That's absolutely the way it's going to be. That's official. You were right, I was wrong. A blind man could tell you that. Now, they ain't going to hurt him, honey. They're just in for the score. But I ain't like that no more. I'm a, I'm a changed man. You were right, I was wrong. We got a family here. I'm going to start acting responsibly. So let's go, honey. Let's go get an Jr.
2: Yeah, can, can you hear the fireworks going off in my house? No, I can't. You couldn't hear that? Oh, yeah.
1: there. Yep, there it was.
2: <laughs> yeah. But um, he, he puts a six shooter in his crotch twice, mm-hmm. actually. And then I think it's a nine. He puts in his ass crack. And Gail and Evel are singing in the car as they're driving. And right. And Evel is holding Junior. And... Gale says that between the ransom and the bank they're about to rob, they will be in the fabled catbird seat. I don't know what that means. The catbird seat, the like sitting pretty, basically.
1: Oh, all right. But But Evel
2: points something out.
1: uh, The kid shit his pants.
2: Well, it's natural. And then Evel says that Junior smiled at him. It's like, well, it's probably just gas. But yes, speaking of gas, they stop at a gas station and Evel is buying diapers and he he asked the old guy behind yeah. the counter if he knows how to, like, attach the diapers.
1: Yeah, well, okay, before we get to that, bef- before I need to strap on my Depends, maybe we should visit the lobby.
2: Okay, sounds good.
1: Let's all go to the lobby.
0: Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.
1: I'm sorry. It wasn't the pens. It was oops. I crapped my pants. <laughs> okay. I remember it's Saturday Night Live, right? It is. Uh, so no, so yes, Evel is buying diapers. He asks the old guy behind the counter, how, how do you put them on? Do, do you put them on with, t- with, with tape? And the old guy says, well, there's little built in tape tabs. And I think Evel grabs a bag of balloons and a pez dispenser. Yeah. And he, he asks, do
2: these, He's talking about the balloons. Do these blow up into funny shapes?
1: Mm -hmm. Is he a fucking idiot? (laughs) He is. He is. He's a fucking idiot. But he then pulls the gun on him, and he says, count to 825 and then back to zero. And you better do it, because we're going to come back here and check on you. And he goes out into the parking
2: lot, and Gail has put Junior in the car seat on the roof of this station wagon.
1: And that is the most janky looking car seat I've ever seen. Well, that's an 80s car seat though, isn't it? Is it? I I don't know what car seats look. I mean, I never sat in the car seat. I'm sure as a baby, my mom just held me on her lap. I don't think I was ever strapped in. I,
2: (laughs) well. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it is what it is. But, um. Yeah, I mean, obviously things have changed and the car seats expire too, which I always thought was weird. Like a car seat is good for four years. They're plastic. I don't understand that. Yeah.
1: What this, this shit and piss and and like break it down. But anyway, they they get, speaking of that, speaking of that, I was at this house spring and I was in this neighborhood where it looked like they were replacing everybody's gas lines that go from whatever the main gas line under the road to the house. Sure. And I'm spraying this house and a guy in a dump truck drives up and rolls down his window and he says, hey, does that stuff dissolve plastic? And I go, I- I'm I'm spraying a house with plastic siding. He goes, well, does it dissolve plastic? I go, no, man. He goes, good, because there's a gas line that's plastic right there. I'm like, what well, do you think I'm spraying hydrochloric acid or something? Do you
2: guys ever have... The city or the gas company or the cable company come out and like plant flags in your yard.
1: They have. I mean, I've had the Diggers Hotline do it when we've had shit trees to plant.
2: We had so ATT, I think it's ATT, was doing this thing where they were coming out and they were putting fiber into our. Neighborhood so they had to dig up certain things And there were different Flags of different colors in everybody's yard And this was they started Doing it right about the time that you started Cutting the grass so Mm -hmm. and What they do is they spray it you know With a a colored thing and then they Plant a flag Mm -hmm. and when We cut the grass we'd have to take the flags up Mow it put the flags Back in Mm -hmm. After about a month I realized that everybody else had just said Fuck it (laughs) and, and taking the f- take the flags out because nothing had happened and it was it, it added another 15 20 minutes to cut the grass
1: yeah i i remember as a kid i i would mow some of the properties that my dad owned with a push mower and mm-hmm. and and sometimes the neighbor kid ed would come with me if, my brother, too, but my brother was doing something else. And I remember Ed and I, there's all these flags, and we were just going and we were mowing over all the flags. And this guy pulled up. It must have been like a utility worker and just chewed us a new one. Sorry, man. No, but they they just,
2: they they, they, they do whatever, and they never come and they never take them out. No. And they don't tell you what it's for. Mm-mm. And honestly, they never did anything with them. No. Okay. So... Anyway, but- anyway,
1: back so yes, Gail is in the puts the baby in the seat on the roof, back to the clerk counting. He's counting one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Back into the car. They're driving. Hey, where's Junior? Where what, did we leave him? What before before they do that, Evel is going
2: through well, I got grub, I got baby wipes, I got diapers, I got balloons, and then what does Gail ask about the balloons?
1: does he ask if they make funny shapes yeah
2: they're both fucking idiots yeah they are and then one of them says they're they're uh, they're
1: criminals that's why they're in jail yeah where's the baby they both scream slam on the brakes well that's 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 the last thing that you want to do oh yeah if the baby if the baby's on the roof that was my thought is if they thought that the, the baby was on they should
2: slow down as slow as possible Yes. And as they're doing it, the other one should have like looked out the window to see if he was on the roof. But no, they slam on the brakes, they flip a bitch, they start heading back and they are moving.
1: And they are both still screaming. Ah, he's on the road. Um, why do I have back to creaming? Screaming, probably. Screaming. <laughs> okay.
2: No, Back to Crimming is for your porn podcast.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, We've cut back to the clerk. He's at 791, and he says, this is bullshit. And he gets up off the floor, and he sees the car coming back, and he goes back down and goes back to counting.
2: And, yeah, and the baby's just sitting in the middle of the road, and... The, the car stops right behind Junior. Apparently, they did this shot. Actually, they filmed it in reverse. I thought it was a sped-up film effect, but they. I actually read IMDb notes. They actually backed up, and that, that's how they did this, and they they just re- reversed the footage.
1: Okay. All right. But yeah, we're never giving up on you, little Gail Junior. Ed and High are in, her, in the car. Why does she have her police uniform on?
2: Uh, that's a great question. Um, and she's not a cop anymore and no they're, they're talking what are they talking about
1: uh I think about them it's about their break- relationship yeah about their relationship
4: I realize I can't be much of a comfort to you now but let me just say this you'll feel a whole lot better I will
5: not feel better
4: honey
5: I don't care about myself anymore. I don't care about us anymore. I just want Nathan Jr. back safe. I know that. If we don't get him back safe, I don't want to go on living. And even if we do get him back safe, I don't want to go on living with you. I I guess I still love you, hi. I, I know I do. I ain't even blaming you. The whole thing is crazy and... The whole thing was my idea.
4: Well, factually, I myself bear a very large... Present- Let me finish.
5: Ever since those jailbirds took little Nathan, I've been doing some thinking, and I ain't too proud of myself. Even if Mrs. Arizona had more than she could handle, I was a police officer sworn to uphold the Constitution of the United States.
4: Now, honey, you resign before we that ever even... That
5: point, Huh? We don't deserve Nathan Jr. anymore than those jailbirds do. And if I'm as selfish and irresponsible as you... You're not that bad. If I'm as bad as you, what good would each other?
2: She's just kicking him when he's down. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, does that happen to you where where your missus is talking and and you think she's done and you start talking and, and then she says, I'm not done yet? yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 is that just a, a thing in marriage that happens a lot? I'm yeah I'm not done yet <laughs> yeah or, or sorry
2: or, or that ain't the point that that's come up before as well
1: <laughs> all right but uh smalls gets to the trailer he walks in it's trashed he sees the word fart written on the wall and then picks up the clipping of the bank that they were going to rob.
2: And cut to said bank. And do you know where that bank is located?
1: No. Oh. they got a lot of nice girls. Yes. That's not going to match up because there's a delay on my end. That's all right. But the brothers are at the bank. And I think one of them says, there it is. And the other one says, let's do her. Let's do this whole fucking village. <laughs> you ever see a head come apart like that?
2: It's <laughs> a callback to like episode 15.
1: Yeah. I think we talked about that. We brought We've that talked one up about up a lot. I mean, it, it's recently. That one came up. Times. That came up recently. Uh, what about the baby? Well, the baby can stay here. Well, what if we get killed? It could be hours before the baby is found. Well, they go into the bank with the baby. No masks. They're not yeah. wearing masks. No.
2: But then uh, the actual robbery takes place.
0: Alright, the Hases, its a stick-up. Everybody, freeze! Everybody, down on the ground! Well, which is it, young fella? You want I should freeze or get down on the ground? I mean to say? If I freeze, I can't rightly drop. And if and I drop, I'm going to be in motion. You see? Shut up! Okay, then. Everybody down on the ground! Y'all can just forget that part about freezing now. Better still <laughs> to get down there. Yeah, y- y'all hear that, don't you? Want to fill this up, partner? We got to... Shit! What are the towers go?
3: We're down here, sir.
1: Did you hear the chickens in the background? <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. In the beginning of the clip, you can hear the, bark, 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 bark. <laughs> uh, but then I think Evel says, calls Gail by his name. Yes. Yeah. I thought we talked about that we weren't going to use names. And then Evel goes, well, that's your code name, Gail. Oh, yeah. Yes. Gail's my code name.
2: You hear that? We're using code names.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they tell, they're, they're telling the, or the, the teller is loading the bags. And she puts this dye canister in there when he's not looking. That thing's huge. It's huge. It's usually it's like a, a dye packet that's attached to a, a stack of bills. Right. It's hidden a little bit. This almost looks like a pipe bomb. Uh, it does. Yes. They're looking at the money. Uh. I think it's Evel says ought to split nice three ways. And then Gail says, God damn it never leave a man behind so they left the baby behind again and th-
2: this is the thing this is the major fuck-up that they do there is a cop car that is shown on the way to lagrange at this point okay and that's when gale is bemoaning the fact that the old-timer who did the whole thing with the well should i freeze or should i get down Throw him off his game and that's when they re- as you said they they realized the kid is not there and the die pa- pack at this point
1: explodes Yes, that, that could not, kill somebody. It's not like a little bit of dye that get covers all the money or gets it on their hands or on their face. No, it coats the entire inside of the car with paint. Have you ever seen any
2: of those videos where somebody gets into a car accident and they have like a can of like house paint in their car?
1: No, and I have it, not. and the
2: inside of their car is basically just all stealing white now.
1: Oh, no, I have not seen that video before. But they can't even see out the windows. He's And Gail is trying to clear off the windshield, and he sees a car and slams on the brakes. It's Ed and High. Where's the baby? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But she reaches and grabs the Dr. Spock book that is covered with paint, and they tape take off.
2: And the cop car, which never comes up again, because this is a continuity error between Ed and... High being in a cop car versus a regular car, which she wouldn't have a cop car or a cop uniform because she's no longer a cop. Mm-hmm. But once again, Junior is just sitting in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And then an explosion is seen. And who is it? Well,
1: it's it's Smalls, the bounty hunter on his bike. And High is actually surprised that Ed can see him as Mark. Yeah. What is he? Oh, you see him too. Uh, but the baby is sitting in, in the car seat in the middle of the road. Smalls drives by on his bike and he grabs the baby
2: the baby the same way that High picked up the diapers earlier yes
1: yeah he blasts their windshield with his shotgun comes back around T2 style he's got
2: the, the T2 thing going on and they skid to a stop and yeah he turns around and then I'm sorry. He shoots out the back window before dropping in a grenade.
1: Yes. And they run. And it's an awfully long fuse on that grenade. Uh, There's a couple
2: grenades that have awfully long fuses. I was waiting for somebody to yell, Grenade.
1: Yeah. But then he comes back around again and high grabs on to, I believe the foot peg of the bike. Well, he's coming right at high's crotch and he rolls away at the last second and he grabs like the bitch, um, foot peg yeah mm-hmm. yeah and he's dragged and then let's go then comes the bike comes around again and ed is walking up on him and she yells give me that baby you warthog from hell and she and rips he- off
2: her clip-on tie
1: <laughs> is <laughs> that what that she does
2: yeah and he pulls out i call them two fondue forks
1: yeah, they're very thin needle-like knives or something. I'm not quite sure. But High has his pistol, and he shoots Small's hand. Right, which bursts into flame. And he
2: pulls the gun out from his ass crack, so it should be the nine, and it's not. It's the six-shooter. Okay. And it bursts into flame. Um, High is about to shoot again, but then the Ghost Rider picks up a knife to throw at High, and... That knocks the gun out
1: of Hi's hand. But before that, Ed grabbed the baby. Yes. Yes. She goes into the bank. The the old guy that was there says, You just need to lie down, Missy. Yeah. <laughs> but the bike crashes in through the bank. She goes out the back. He's following her through a old timey western town alley. Yeah, narrow sidewalk passage. Yes. And as she passes a wall, the bike comes up and High is there and smacks him in the face with a two-by-four.
2: I said it was a two-by-six. but
1: Okay, yeah.
2: Yeah, the cop rolls to a stop.
1: Yes, and then Smalls beats the shit out of him. Well, the Ghost Rider,
2: first he throws a knife at High, which hits the two-by-six. And then he has a, I call it a mace on a chain, which he uses to grab the two-by-six and then throw the two-by-six away from High. Mm -hmm. And then he starts beating the shit out of him. At first he punches him, then he's just bitch-slapping him back and forth. Yeah. And what what is high spit at
1: at the at Tex a tooth. Uh, and then we, we we failed to mention what kind of tattoo high has on his arm. He's got I would call it a woody woodpecker but it's actually not. It's not it's it's a woodpecker with a cigar in its mouth that was famous for like some sort of gas station or or auto parts store.
2: Yeah, and it later became associated with I think a
1: muffler. Yeah. All right. But um, High crawls under a car. And this is a, a shot that has been repeated in a lot of horror films. Oh. Where. Okay. He. um, You can see him from the f- coming through underneath the car and he gets dragged out. Get, so gets pulled out backwards. Getting right, Getting pulled away from you. Yes. The witchamajigger Smalls lights a cigar, drags him out and is bear hugging him.
2: Yeah. Death bear hug is what I called it. And yes. High's grasping at him, and I thought he was going to pull a pin of a grenade, but instead he pulls back the shirt to reveal the same tattoo that we've seen that High has yeah. earlier. Yeah. And, and then wh- he, what does that mean? I mean, are, is that I don't his know. dad, his brother, I mean, his Eskimo brother? I mean, what does that yeah. mean?
1: I don't know. I'm not quite sure, but Smalls tosses him. He pulls out both of his shotguns and cocks them. And then high holds up a pin and says i'm sorry and then 26 seconds later (laughs) which is what it seemed like as smalls is trying to grab the grenade off of there he blows up yeah and parts of of tiny pieces yeah yes lands uh we see the ladder at the window at the arizona house they put the baby back in the crib with the book yeah the The light goes on and arizona is there with a gun move away from there and he goes to see, and the baby smiles at him. And then this exchange.
0: I am through with you. What are you doing creeping around here in the dark? You in with Smalls? Excuse me? Leonard Smalls. Big fella. Rides a Harley. Dressed like a rock star.
4: No, sir. That's who we saved him from. It's a long story.
0: Suppose you tell it.
4: Well, sir, in a reward situation, they usually say no questions asked. Oh. Do they? Yeah.
0: Well. All right, boy. I guess you got a reward coming. $25,000. Or... If you need home furnishings, I can give you a line of credit at any of my stores. In fact, that's the way I'd rather handle it, for tax reasons. We don't
5: want no reward. We didn't bring him back for money.
0: We work it that way, too.
2: And he says a uh, guy that a Harley. It's not a Harley. It wasn't a Harley? No, it was not. And that's actually in the notes. That's the only reason I know that. Oh. But All right. Ed has a request. What does she want to do before they leave?
1: She just wants to look at the baby one more time,
2: and Arizona says, "Be my guest, little lady." And at this point, Arizona actually kind of puts it together. It's like,
1: "Hey, mm-hmm. um, you took him, didn't you?" Yeah. But then he says, "If you can't have kids, just keep trying. You still got each other." And I th- is it high or Ed that says, "Well, those are kind words, but we're we're kind of splitting up,
4: sir." Those are kind words, but. I think the wife and I are, are splitting up. Her point is that we're both kind of selfish and unrealistic. So we ain't too good for each other.
0: I yeah, am, ma'am. I don't know much. But I do know human beings. I brought back my boy. So you must have your good points, too. sure hate to think of Florence leaving me I
4: do love her so
2: And Arizona gets a little choked up mm-hmm
1: yeah but, but he, uh he, he doesn't yeah.
2: let them walk out the front door
1: <laughs> yeah go off the way you came in
2: and uh before you do another foolish thing like busting up I suggest you sleep on it at least mm-hmm. one night
1: yeah And And then then, that night he has a dream. You you don't have a clip of this. No, I do do not. No. Okay. But he dreamt that the brothers went back to prison and we see the brothers going back into the hole that they came out of.
2: So they got to crawl through shit to get back into prison.
1: Right. Um, uh, uh, dreams, junior getting a Christmas present, which I believe is a football.
2: Yeah, from an anonymous person. Glenn is still trying to get the cops to listen to him about High and Ed. were the ones that took Junior. And then...
1: But he says, I think it's something to the effect of he finally ran into a cop that didn't think he was funny. And the cops has a Polish last name. Yes.
2: And then he said, the dream wasn't about him and Ed until the end. And that was cloudier because it was years and years away. Mm-hmm. And their kids and their grandkids, and was the dream just wishful thinking? But he and Ed can be good. It seemed real, seemed like us, seemed like home. Blah 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 blah. Maybe it was Utah. Eh. So, yeah. Movies over. Your movie, go ahead.
1: When I when the movie started, I was thinking to myself, "Oh, I'm I'm not going to like this." But there were there were some sequences that I thoroughly enjoyed and laughed out loud several times. So I'm going to say, yes, I liked the movie, not my favorite Coen brothers movie, but I'm glad I watched it. I would recommend it. And that's all I got. All
2: right. I, I really did not like this movie. No, it, it wasn't funny. Um, the acting was bad. It was so bad that it quit me. It made me quit watching porn. <laughs> okay for 20 minutes. Um, but we
1: have
3: playing, playing out
1: the stream. Oh, I think it ended up just the way that his dream was. So how did they have kids? They just kept trying and it's, it maybe her uterus wasn't as barren (laughs) as they, she thought it was.
2: Okay. Um, I would not recommend this, but should I even ask, did Jen watch this film? No, she didn't watch it. And now it's time for Jen's two-second movie review. It was okay. That was Jen's two-second movie review.
1: Jen!
2: All right, time to
1: move yeah, on. So I was watching it, and, and my son came in, my oldest. So, what are you watching? Like Raising Arizona, he said, do you think I would like that? Uh, I don't know if you would understand the humor.
2: I caught a lot think, of flack for not liking this film. Not as much as for not liking uh Raging Bull, but
1: <laughs> who who gave
2: you flack? Everyone. Every Everyone? Yes, everyone. <laughs> everyone. Alright. But moving on.
0: Watcha. 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 Watcha watching.
1: You go Uh, first.
2: I'm trying to ride the mute button here as the fireworks are trying to wrap up here.
1: All right. My oldest and I watched Airplane. I don't know if we'll ever do Airplane.
2: I I think Airplane would be tough because of what it is. Uh, Comedies in general are tough. And when I was actually reaching out for suggestions to people for movies to do, I said that comedies just by their nature are very tough to do because it doesn't
1: translate as well. Okay. Yeah. But a couple things that I caught. When, when Peter Sellers, not Peter Sellers, is it <laughs> No, Peter. It's
2: a, the Pink Panther on the airplane.
1: Peter Graves. Is that, is that the magazine rack? There's yes. actually a little placard that says whacking material <laughs> where all the nudie magazines. Okay. And then the part where the boy comes with the coffee and they act like adults. And he, and he said, how do you, how do you take your coffee? And she goes, I like it black, just like my men. Yes. And my son looks at me and he goes, is that racist, dad? And I go, uh, I didn't know how to, how to handle that question because what I wanted to say was, yeah, because they're implying that a woman is loose and that's, and that it's scandalous for a white woman to sleep with a black man because black men are bad. But I just said, yeah, it's kind of racist. And I can <laughs> explain why. Why? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Watched a couple of episodes of Black Mirror from previous seasons. I haven't, I haven't watched any of it. Yet. It's not
2: Black Mirror. Um... It's
1: not Black
2: I can't even remember what it was.
1: <laughs> what did you call it? Laser Mirror? Dark Mirror? I think you call it Dark Dark Mirror? mirror okay. Yeah. Um, I watched the first eight episodes of the first season of Yellow Jackets. And this, and this always happens to me where I binge a bunch of episodes and then I get burned out. You burned out. out. Sure. You burned out. So I'll finish this first season and then, you know, the new Jack Ryan series dropped. Yep. Uh, I started watching, I watched the first two episodes of Muscles and Mayhem on Netflix about American Gladiators. Okay. That's interesting. I watched Renfield and then my oldest and I watched the first half of Platoon and I told him, I said that the village scene as as they're coming into the village, I said, okay, this, this part's a little bit tough. It's, it's a little intense. He goes, what do you mean? And I said, it's just, it's intense. And then after that, he's like, wow. And I said, yeah, we're not always the good guys. And he said, that stuff really happened? And I said, maybe not exactly like that, but there were pro- there were probably lots of illegal killings of people that shouldn't have happened and never were reported.
2: You know, so, we've talked a couple times about, whether it be a movie or whatever, we've talked about like the ethics of war. Mm-hmm. And I, I know you haven't, um, but you have a book in your possession that mm-hmm. has a great speech about the ethics of war in it. Okay. Where basically somebody says that it, it there it's like higher level, it's command people that are talking. Mm-hmm. And somebody is questioning the decisions of one of the people that a decision that like their commander made and they, they ask their basically their peer level if they're wrong. Mm-hmm. And said, no, but the fact that you're even asking that question means that you should not be here. Because who you are, what your position is, you cannot ask that question. Because if you ask that question, you are going to prevent us from winning, basically. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. At at a certain point, uh, and I can't remember, there's something I just watched where it was basically talking about how there are certain people at certain levels that are just absolutely cannon fodder. And it varies from war to war. I mean, incredibly terrible in World War One. Less so, but still bad in World War Two. Uh, you saw that in what was the movie we did just recently, where they're talking about that in about in World War Two. Was that a movie we? No, it wasn't a movie we did. It was a movie you told me to watch. When trumpets fade. Yeah, when trumpets fade. Okay. Basically, the guy saying. No, this entire group, they are just cannon fodder. And your job as their commander is basically to get them killed. Mm -hmm. And that is an unfortunate reality of what war
1: is. Yeah. My sister just texted me saying she just finished watching Indiana Jones, and she thought it was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Different strokes,
2: man. Different strokes.
1: it It was just... God, that was, as we were walking out, I said, you could have inserted Brendan Fraser, Michael Douglas, any anything, anybody else in there and not call and not said, didn't have the hat and the whip. And it, it could have been any other action movie.
2: It, it did. And I don't know if this is a Lucas thing, if this is a Spielberg thing, or if it's both of them, but- just like The Force Awakens and the rest of the sequel trilogy, there's something about it that felt disconnected. Oh, yeah. It it, it did not have the same feel as mm-hmm. an indie film. Mm-hmm. Even Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, of all the shots you can take at it, which there are plenty you can, it felt that way. It It, it,
1: it had that, it put you in that groove. When he is when they're in the the jungle scene with all the vehicles and stuff like that, and Marion is driving, and he comes out from the back with an RPG, right? And the way the way that she looks at him mm-hmm. felt Indiana Jones. This, it, fuck Disney for taking my heroes and turning <laughs> them into weak, sad people, and. Okay,
2: so th- there's the thing in the beginning where he is get getting woken up by his neighbors.
1: Yeah. Come on. That was totally pointless. Really? Completely pointless.
2: Uh, and the thing is, the more I talk about it, the more I'm going to probably dislike it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I did not like it. I-, I thought, like I said, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but I had really, really
1: low expectations for it. See, I had medium expectations. And it was just but way below. It was just, it was, I, I, like I said, during the horse scene, I could not wait for that movie to be done. I was like, I can't wait for this movie to be done.
2: There was uh, a lot of things that have said, okay, this is okay. This is okay. This is okay. But you get to a certain point in the film where you look at it and you just say, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. And the, what the fuck is going on? I agree that that's there. Mm-hmm. It, it's not what I expected the what the fuck is
1: going on to be, but yeah. there still is a really <laughs> and how the fuck did they not all have the bends when they shot up? Oh, yeah, yeah, from, from 300 feet in, in 2.6 seconds.
2: That's one thing I actually I leaned over to Jen. And I said, uh, wouldn't they get the bends
1: from that? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Oh. You, what do you, what, what have you watched, Matt? Uh, usual suspects, uh huh. God
2: damn, that's this- a good film.
1: It is. Does it make you feel a little creepy watching a Kevin Spacey movie? No, it doesn't.
2: All right. I mean, think of who he's playing in that film. Yeah. Uh The Man with Two Brains.
1: Okay. It's not bad. All right. It's not bad. And God's who's, damn, who, is, who, she who, hot who's in that? Who's the love interest? Kathleen in that Turner. Okay.
2: And oh, whew, just a smoke show. Mm-hmm. Um and do you know who the, the main male star in that is?
1: Well, Steve Martin.
2: So I watched him in The Spanish Prisoner. Okay. I haven't seen that. I love that film. It is very obviously something that should be a stage play. Mm-hmm. And the dialogue is kind of stilted because it's, it's David Mamet. But, oh my God, is it good. And I'm not a huge Steve Martin fan. He is amazing in that film. Hmm, okay. Uh, another film... I just happened to catch because I it was on a recommended thing, one I'd never seen before. Blown away
1: with uh, Jeff Bridges and Tommy Lee Jones. Yep. All right, I saw that in the theater.
2: Susie Amis or Amis is in that as well. Who? Who? Susie who? A M I S. Oh, now I got a combo. <clears throat> oh, she was married to Cameron for a hot minute. Oh, uh, she she's also in. Um, the Usual Suspects, believe it or not. Uh, latest episode of Beavis and Butthead. The last, actually, of the second season. Eh, not as good.
1: Oh, Kate Capshaw turned down this movie, uh, the Holly Hunter role. Yes. And and regrets it. Uh, Strange New Worlds. All right.
2: um, lo- It's a Kirk-centric episode, which was okay. a I, interesting. I,
1: I still need to watch the second episode. I mean, it's... Yeah. I got, I kind of got sucked into Yellow Jackets.
2: Yeah, well, I know. And I was trying to keep ahead of the curve on that.
1: Yes, thank you.
2: I finished Yellow Jackets the first two seasons. All right. I understand exactly what you talk about. Like, you've been something, you get burned out on it. Well, Mm -hmm. if you get through the first two seasons, you have to wait till 2024 till the next season. Mm. And there's going to be five of them. Mm. So there's that. And Mm. then I'm up to date on Idol, which has Mm. one episode left
1: where where do you stand on the fat chick
2: uh um yellow jackets you talking about yeah. the one that was on uh, two and a half Men? yes uh, you know you know she was on the the last of us as well
1: yeah she was one of the leaders of one of the cities yeah she played a real <laughs> fucking
2: cunt on uh, that show
1: i remember saying hey this is the apocalypse shouldn't she be a little skinnier
2: Yeah, she was part of, um, meal team six.
1: Meal team six.
2: But, much better than the, the heroine or the crack addict, I think. Juliet, Juliet Lewis. Who, who is younger than me, which I was very depressed to find out. I,
1: I she, she does a really good job of sounding like an addict or a drunk. She,
2: she was in, uh, gosh, the, the film with, um, the guy from Raging Bull.
1: De Niro she was in Cape Fear yeah but she was like 14 or 15 years old in that right but she, I've never found I've never found her attractive she had
2: she had a good period okay it was only 28 days but I mean she had a good period mm-hmm uh, okay. so sorry so that was um, we, we had a power outage <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> t- try to get back together so uh, yellow jackets uh, strange new worlds yellow jackets oh Idle um, mm-hmm. I'm to the second to last episode of Idol. There's mm-hmm. one episode that's left that's tomorrow. That show is so hard to watch, but I I think that a lot of the things that they're saying happens actually do happen as far as the way that the record company are just, they don't give a fuck about the people. They care about the profits. And then mm-hmm. you have these Svengali people who are doing Mind control things over these idiots that are not, you know, smart, but are the talent, if you will. mm-hmm So uh, that, that, that's about it for me. Okay. Ready to move on?
0: I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. Create a grief for next week's movie and I think I like
2: it. So, my movie next week, and see if you can remember what you answered to the questions I asked you. Okay. Ark of the Covenant or the U.S. Constitution?
1: Ark of the Covenant?
2: U.S. Constitution. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Central America or California?
1: California.
2: Goonies or Fast Times? Fast Times. It's a clean sweep. So for the first time ever that I can think of, we actually have a, the same person in the same, in movies back to back weeks. Oh, all right. So Nick Cage plays high in this week's movie. He plays Randy in next week's 1983 movie about stereotypes.
1: National treasure. (laughs) Face off.
2: (laughs) I want to take his face
1: off. (laughs) Yes. Valley girl. Yeah. Valley girl. Have you started watching it? No, I have not. So can I veto it, uh, <laughs> or would that be a dick move? <laughs> well, I I haven't started watching it.
2: Okay. I I do not have a connection to the other one.
1: No. Well, okay. We'll do we'll do Valley Girl. I'm just kind of surprised that you you went that route of two Nick Cage movies in a row. It
2: wasn't my choice. I I had I had a set of four films, four pairs, and this was the fourth pair. So there was no way I could go. Now I have four leftovers mm-hmm. to to pick the remaining two of this season. Mm. I'm actually really looking forward to next season mm. because next season we got some bangers. Oh yeah, that's actually what I'm calling next season this is the se- season of bangers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So Valley Girl, who else, is Rosanna Arquette in that? I I have no idea. It was
2: remade. I know that much.
1: I'm pretty sure there's a porn version of it as well. It's just Girls in the Valley. (laughs) Is that what it is, or is it Valley Girls? I don't know. I'm not sure. So is there going to be like a lot of... No, uh,
2: Deborah Foreman is the the lead female. Who's that? Deborah Foreman... Is that Red's daughter? (laughs) Dumbass. No, she's from... uh, Real Genius, April Fool's Day, My Chauffeur, and Valley Girl. My Chauffeur, which I watched not that long ago. Oh,
1: she's okay. cute, is she? Yeah, if she's the one that I'm thinking from Real Genius. Uh, they, I'm uh, Real Genius. I think they probably dressed her up like a nerd.
2: I, I that would be my guess. I've not seen Real Genius in a hot
1: minute, so mm, don't waste your time. It's really bad. Um so are we going to hear a lot of gave me with the spoon and, Fuck. and oh my God. And that sort of thing. Um, yeah, that'd be my guess. I just spilled my drink everywhere. <laughs> oh. Whoops. All right. Well, so I should probably take us home then. Yeah. Go ahead and take us home. Hey, thanks everybody for uh, listening to, it's actually a podcast was longer than I expected.
2: Oh, this was shorter than I expected based on how many notes I had on this film.
1: Yeah. I had a lot of notes as well. Uh, reach out to the show betamax rewind at yahoo.com like us on facebook rate and review where you get your podcast uh help you find some couple of knuckle draggers like us which matt says you can't say that word but i think you can uh join us next week for nicholas cage in valley girl is it available anywhere uh i do not believe so oh is it available to us yes it is okay all right very good well matthew thank you and have a wonderful Independence Day. You Any as plans?
2: Well. Uh, no. I uh, got hockey tomorrow and I'm actually working on the 3rd and then got to take my son back to college on the 4th. Uh,
1: all right. We're going to a parade tomorrow after church and um uh then going to my dad's cabin for a night. Got to stop and pick up some fireworks on the 3rd and then spending the night and then coming home. So, cool. Yay. So, America who-
2: <laughs> we will see you next week for valley girl
1: yeah whenever that is it's next week's a ball buster man so i got two maybe three baseball games so for a makeup game for all the wildfire smoke so i don't know i can't give you a date i gotta watch this movie yeah we'll figure it out when we figure all it right. out sounds good man all right sounds good bye see ya. <laughs>